This podcast is brought to you by Continuum and Bristol Tap, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Hello listeners, welcome to the Wessex Wanderers podcast. I'm your host Matt McCarthy and I'm joined today by my fellow first team manager, Tom Trimble. Hello mate. Hello mate, how are we right? Fabulous, fabulous mate, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We're, uh, we're here today to discuss our, basically our season, review our season, the highs, the lows, just a bit of a mixed Everything bag in between, really. between, yeah, a lot in it. And, uh, and, and this season was probably our, our toughest in terms of everything, really. We'll get to that in a, in a, in a short while. But um, there's a lot that happened in this season. Um, and as it, it was mine and Tom's, what was it, our fourth year? Yeah, it was a long one, though, after two COVID hit seasons, wasn't it? It was a very long season. So, you know, four, four seasons, just about, you know, managing the first team. Um, and with every season, we feel like we're, we're building towards something. It's felt like we're making progress. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much in the past couple of years. It's been hard with COVID. Um, but with this being our, like our second official full season, um, yeah, there's a lot that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could, you could really start it from, from pre-season, which... Well, our, it was a our, mess, wasn't it? Our season that happened, you know, that happened beforehand was cut short. And then we had a, a lockdown cup, which yeah. ran late into the into the summer, later than we would have expected. When did that end? That was like July, wasn't it? June, July. Yeah, something like that. I just it just, it was, just wasn't good for us. No, the reserves it. the reserves saw victory, which was good. Um, but for the first team, it was more just it was a very yeah, mixed. that was that was poor. And then and then obviously you know there was we had the break, but we had the Euros in between, didn't we? Oh yeah, um, of course. And then. Arthur Club got COVID in the final. Yeah, um, yeah, standard. And then that ruined a lot of pre-season as well. So it was, it was really, um, it was a bit of a shambles, to be honest, I think, pre-season. Uh, we went from the season before when COVID first hit. Oh, yeah, we had... Where we had, our, our pre-season was heavily, wasn't it? It was heavily pounded with games. It was, it was too, too busy, yeah, almost. I think we had about 18 games in a month um, as a club, but... It was, it was ridiculous, but also at the time we thought it was good and then we started the season off really well, probably the best start to a season we've had in the last four. It just um, hit roadblock then, after roadblock, wasn't it? Yeah, COVID hit and that was uh, and that that season was a write-off just like the one before. Um, so yeah, but there was a lot of highs and lows on there this year. This, I'd say, we kind of, we started off with a high in pre-season really when you think about it. Yeah, we had that little win, didn't we? In the, well, Chachi will call it his win. <laughs> Well, um, I think if, it, if we explain it to explain yeah. it to everyone, Tom and I, uh, we were we entered Wessex into a, into the GFA tournament, um, and it's sixty minute games up uh, up in Almondsbury, and we in the first group we came out of the the cup, didn't we? We finished was it third? Yeah, in the league we finished third, <clears throat> and the top two go to the cup, and the and the second and the bottom two go to the plate, didn't we? So we we got entered into the into the plate after failing to challenge for the cut, yeah, which was a bit embarrassing actually. It was, and then we uh we managed to get to the to the final of the of the cut, well of the shield, shall I say? Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Tom and I 
along with I think Ben at the time, wasn't it as well? And Chez, to be fair, Chez was there. Yeah, <clears throat> a few of us had already booked tickets to go to Reading Festival without knowing that the final was going to was gonna land be... on a Friday night. We've been playing the whole thing on a Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so then luckily, Trutchy managed to, uh, to you know, put the final nail in the coffin for us and, uh, and bring, the, bring the plate home, which he hasn't let us forget, yeah. so to speak. So much so that he's engraved his, uh, his slogan in the actual shield itself on yeah. the back after holding it for nearly a year. Yeah. First time we saw it and don't want it anymore, to be honest. You know, it's a, what is it? It says on the back of it now? Trutchy's oh, at the wheel? Trutchy's at well, the wheel or you, something. Don't worry, boys. You couldn't have done it without me or something. Yeah. So uh, you love that. But to be fair, as you said, it was a good, nice little vibe to start the, the season off, really. Well, the, the end of pre-season off with. Um, and that was a high, to be, to be fair, because we, I think we realise now that when we enter tournaments and pre-season, you know, they're enjoyable, but the aim isn't, necessarily to win it's obviously for fitness for the main season but to be honest with you it's never a bad thing ended up with a trophy or a, or a medal at the end of it just gives yeah. you that extra boost really doesn't it yeah definitely um and i think yeah to, to, to start the season like that it was good and we took it into the season to be honest i mean the first was it the first i mean first game you know we had we had telephones um ambassador it was a bit of a walkover, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously, I know they weren't on it at all, and it was it was a bit too easy, wasn't it? Really. Um, I think it was six one in the end, but it, it could have been it could have been double figures. It should have been. It should yeah, have been, it should double, have been figures. double figures. And um, <clears throat> I think I think that actually hindered our pre our season, to be honest. And we, I think we went in overconfident after that game. Obviously, we know we shouldn't. But as players, when you're out there, you think, wow, this is usually one of the tougher teams we have to play against. And we just walked all over them. And then we'll do the same next week. And I think it was Almondsbury the week after. Am I right? Or in the cup. Or in it the might league. have been the league, to be fair, and then and then Bromley after. But I'm pretty sure we... Yeah, no, sorry. It was yeah, it was Almondsbury in the league and then Bromley Heath. And then Almondsbury, and then Almondsbury in the cup. cup. Yeah. Um, we, just, we just completely derailed yeah. <clears throat> right in the second game. Game yeah. away was that that was was it three two or four three in that one? That was the three two. Yeah, we brought it back from two nil, didn't we, to two two after a poor first half. Um, and Almondsbury ended up being probably our biggest rivals, didn't they, throughout the season? Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Yeah, we played them three times, um, and we hated each other by the end of it. Um, but that, like you know, they're a good team. Um, and we knew that throughout the season where they finished in the end which I think was at night on the table that wasn't realistic to what they they could achieve to be honest no because they have a, they have some players Very that have quality decent players yeah um, they just don't, they just didn't have the, the drive or the and they started the season off well didn't they they, they were yeah. top I think for the first third I'd say um, no it was with that with losing our second game in that fashion it was kind of took the wind out of yourselves a little yeah. bit but then to go, we went to, to Bromley Heath and we weren't 1 0 down. No, 1 0 up it was. 1 0 up to 2 1 down. I've got no, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, you, you scored. Yeah, we scored to make it from your pass, it was actually as well. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, yeah, it was identical. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. It was the same as the telephones game, wasn't it? Thing, thing over the top. Yeah. Quite sim- it was simple. And then we just, it was two set yeah. pieces. And, and to be fair, I think, I think we changed it. We went 3 4 3 that game, didn't we? 
um, which was probably the first time we did it. And the first 20 minutes really worked. Um, it should have been two or three up by then anyway, but we, we lost our way a bit. We gave away a penalty and, and we lost a bit of composure, to be honest. Um, yeah, second goal was just a header from a free kick. Yeah, so they scored a penalty and a free kick, but we couldn't really break them down. Um, then we scored to make it 2-2, and I think Ches had that chance right at the end, which hit the post. Yeah, no, um, it was. It, that was that was our season to begin with. There was lots of could yeah. and if. And realistically, it just it wasn't it wasn't good enough. It wasn't at the standard that we could play at, and it wasn't at the standard that was going to get us exactly. <laughs> anywhere yeah, in the we, we, as, as as we just said, we were relying on on these ifs and buts, and and it it could have been a very different start to the season if those those shots and those chances we're talking about went in, and 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 it wasn't, and and we struggled. We, I mean, you know, one of the lows of the season is, is we did struggle. Um, <clears throat> The first part of the season, there's, there's no denying that. I was going to say, if, if anyone listening hasn't gathered, we were well, well off it the first half of the season. Yeah, we we were we were we were terrible by by our standards that we set ourselves and for Tom yeah. and I to look at it and see how badly it was going wrong. Um, it was it was bad. It was bad, and it yeah. took it took about fifty percent of 40 50 percent of the season for us to really get in gear and get the whole team to, yeah, to click of, in the way. Yeah, there's a lot of inconsistency with, you know, players being away one week and available the next and quite a few injuries. Obviously, we lost Joel on the on the foot literally 30 seconds into the season, well, into his season in the first game when he came off off the bench. Yeah. Um, Connor then had quite a niggly knee injury, I think it was. Um but that's that's no excuse though because we have no, quality at the yeah. club. There was definitely, especially with the signings that we made, we'll come on to in a minute. But the additions we made to the to the club, you know, for this season, have probably been the most impactful oh, yeah. um, signings we could have done, hands down. So down. the fact that that and they obviously helped us at the start of the season. They've helped us midway and to the end. But for the first, the first game was good, but wasteful. Everyone was comfortable, and that's that's what you that's what you want to you want to stop that right from the off. Was when people start getting comfortable in their positions or comfortable as a, as a team. You need to be pushing each other and driving and being competitive. And that competitive spirit within the club I, in in the first team, I don't think was no, was really there. Yeah, it wasn't. And, and I, it, I, as we said, it was quite tough, wasn't it? Because we haven't really been in that position before. We've gone on bad spells before in the past where we've. I don't think any, you know, when we when we got promotion in our first season as managers, we we didn't hit the ground running at all. No. Um, and then the second season, I don't think we did either. Third season we did, but obviously that got cut really short by COVID. Um, whereas the, the the second season was, I think it was towards the end, wasn't it? That it got called off. Yeah. Time, wasn't it? it but, was a bit of a steady one that one. Yeah. Um, and the third we started well. But then we obviously then did actually, you know, tail off, and and we've never really been able to get going. Um, so, and I don't know why, but but you know it is what it is, and and, and we, I think we struggled, you know, to, to deal with that um, because you know, and, and as much as the managers and we we do take responsibility for the first half of the season, the players were off it as well. Um, I don't think many, many, many players could say that they had a good first half of the no, season. Not, not many at all. I think, I think as a 
obviously after Bromley Heath the draw, we started off with a win loss draw, then lost to Almondsbury in the cup, which really that really hit us. Yeah, we were winning that three one as well. Three one to lose four three after giving two penalties away. It was it was two penalties from that. Yeah. yeah and right. and it was a just a it was just a, com- a it was a complete mess. And they finished it off with a Penenka penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember just to it in and you know, as I said, <clears> that created that rivalry which we now hate each other. But it it was hard. So that that the first like And then we lost the other cups the week after as well. Eastern Cowboys. Eastern Cowboys. It? So so we, we ended up, you know, five, six games into the season, wherever it was. And we we were out of two cups. Mid table and not looking like we were going to push for the league either. The season sort of felt. It just felt we were in a hole. Hole, oh, yeah. We were in a, we were in a big hole, and it, it was hard for us to kind of pinpoint exactly what was going wrong when everyone's underperforming. Yeah. Because you can't just you can replace a whole team if you wanted, but, but it's, it's not right we, and it's not fair either. We wanted know. to persevere with the lads we know yeah. had the quality. Yeah, we, um, we we always had the quality. I think the the worst, well, one of the worst performances we had was was against Mangersfield, wasn't it? That was probably the lowest point of the season, I think. Yeah. I I would say so. But on the pit, I think I think everything that went on that game, you know, the Resies, if I remember quite quite as well, the Resies had a game an hour an hour or two before us at a different venue against Brock Lees, who was their main challenger this season, and they were three one up and lost four three. Um. And then they came to watch us. I think the majority of them came to watch. And it was probably one of the worst games I've ever played in footballing-wise. We couldn't get going at all. Um, and that was, a, that was at their place, wasn't it? That was at their place. And the pitch wasn't horrific, I remember. It was, it was a bit slopey, wasn't it? It was just standard. Really. Standard grass pitch, yeah. And, and we just... I think we did bring it back to 1-1. I think it was actually a decent goal. But the, the, the loops... You might be hearing about that later on in the... Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but um, it was it was the loop connection. Yeah, Cremins to Bowden um, got us back in it when we really didn't deserve it. Um, and then we but were just, after that, we just, we just got picked apart. They, I remember they had that. I think he was. They had the two quick guys in there. Wing and they were kind of getting us in the gaps in our formation that we hadn't covered very well. Yeah, and that you know. that was that was it, wasn't it for us? That was like the. We had a chat. We, I mean, it's happened every season at some point, I think. But, yeah. but we've had about an hour chat. We crammed into that little box of a changing room with the heat. It was, yeah. I remember it being so hot and there's about 20 lads in there. Yeah, with COVID at its peak, we still yeah. did it because we needed to. Um, and we were there for about an hour and 90 minutes discussing how we're going to come back from it. Yeah. But I think that shows that the, the resolve of a team, how you can kind of come together like a, team, a point like that. If people walked off, it shows that you don't have faith in the team. So credit to all the lads for sticking at yeah. what we I, wanted them to do. And there was do. also, I remember even in that game, I think Kempson played for us that game. He didn't even come on. He was on our team sheet, wasn't he? But he never yeah. even, he just said, I'm not going to, you know, he's a, we'll come on to Kempson later, I'm sure. But, you know, he's a CDM. And when you're losing a game 2-3-1, it's just like, you know, is he really going to impact in the way we needed him to or what we wanted anyway? Um, I think his knee was troubling him at the time as well. So not only did he just watch an awful game of football from the bench and not even come on and play, he then stayed in that change room for an hour after the game, contributing and listening to uh, to what everybody had to say. And, I, and as you said, I think that sums up the players we have at the club. You know, it wasn't a good start to the season, but the attitude and from that moment on as well, the, the attitude 
changed, didn't it? You know, the, the well, season turned upside down. Well, the next the game after that was Redbridge, wasn't it? No, Broad Plain. We lost. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Redbridge was our next win, but um, Broad Plain, playing, <laughs> they were they were top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> so going from our lowest point of the season <clears throat> to play, were they unbeaten at that point? Well, I think they lost that one game to Jamaica Bar, which was their only loss. Well, I think they lost two actually, but yeah, they they were they were flying very hard, very high, and they they were they came to our ground as a team which had were filled with confidence. <laughs> and to be fair to us, we were at the lowest point probably ever um, as a first team in the last four years, anyway. Mm. But the attitude was massively different to the to the previous week and, and it, it was sort of even though we lost that game it was 3-1 in the end it was, it was two penalties wasn't it two penalties again. it was, it was, it was my, my stupid challenge which is going to haunt me till the day I die but and Lewis had won at the end when we were trying to push for that equaliser so there were there were glimpses I remember coming off the pitch <clears throat> I think I was speaking to Connor or something and I said <clears throat> everyone's understandably upset but that the attitude yeah they, they were they were a better team, weren't they? Yeah, hundred um, percent. And, and we could accept it. That's that's what we wanted to be. Yeah, that's what we were driving to be like. Because obviously they dropped down a couple of leagues. They dropped down two leagues. They were Somerset County. Yeah. Their their quality outshone the league they were in, and it really it kind of allowed us to scale where we were as a club and the team in yeah. regards to where they are, and to to lose three one deservedly lose three one. Yeah. at the lowest point of our season to two penalties yeah. you know there are worse it, we didn't get spanked 7-0 yeah, yeah no one no one gave up everyone ran to the end yeah it was actually two to the end and we we <clears> won and we we were we chucked everybody forward for the for an equalizer and they got us on the break and scored the, to make it 3-1 so yeah uh, and and that was even though we lost that game there was a, a little bit inside of us which thought that was a win in some aspects of the of the attitude yeah, of what we've been missing, one hundred percent in terms of in terms of drive. Yeah, and, and you play, play like that against teams that aren't as good, and and we knew we 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 turned the season around. And to be fair to us, we well we did we did. We? Um, after that, we beat Redbridge, who were top of the league. At, I think they would. We're they, playing. We're going to be top of the yeah. league with the games in hand. Redbridge were top of the league, and we went to their place on in awful conditions. Pitch was. Shocking wind, galore at fries. It was a similar similar vibe to the broad playing game because we were technically still in a rut. Yeah, going to top of the league, going to their place on a small dingy pitch. Five. We we, we had we hadn't we hadn't won. All the odds were stocked uh, yeah. stacked against us. We we tweaked our formations. It's worth saying that against Bilbao we went back to four at the back because we we Redbridge. Well, built the Bilbao beforehand. We played uh, four at the back as well. I'm pretty sure. Because after Mangus filled, that was our last game of three at the back, and we were like, we need. Oh, some sorry, yeah, we're playing. We played four at the back, didn't we? Yeah. yeah so we we changed from a, a three five two back to a four three three, in order to kind of gain a bit of defensive solidity that we were lacking, and obviously when it came to Redbridge, we, I can't remember who we had fullbacks. Was it Sussex or Cully? It's Cully and Sussex. Yeah. And having having those who are defensively sound. A very defensive formation. It was, you know, we had we had the four, we had a centre back playing CDM in Longley. Yeah. Um, it was that reinforcement that we were, we'd been missing, really. 
Yeah, just defensively solid, and that you know they they, they did score. I can't remember their goal actually. It was, <coughs> it was no it was a corner. It was a corner, and yeah. I can't remember whose man it was, but it went over everyone's head, and you just just edited it. In, you half volleyed it into the net. Oh, yeah, that's it. And I remember everyone looking around, thinking, yeah. "What like whose <laughs> man's that?" Yeah, but you know, we were defensively sound that game. You know, I know that was a that was a little hiccup there, but but we reacted. Demi scored, and Demi was outstanding at winning that game. He was left wing, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he might have got man of the match to be honest. Yeah, um, he did. But he was outstanding, gave him hell. Um, and we scored from that. And and the way it worked, the, the team was very different to, to what it had been. Um you Bal- have, Bowden started wide as well and I started up top. It was it was it was different because we needed different. Yeah, we needed a change and 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 to be fair to the players, they, they put everything on that pitch. Even even the subs that came on. Yeah, all but, three of them. Sam Holland played his, his first and only game, back, you know, and, our, and he, he was one of the reasons we've, you know, our season changed that game, and he was part of that game. So I remember, I remember coming off. I think I said I could cry. Yeah. I, I remember saying like how much of a rut we were in, how proud I was of everyone, and how much of a, an effort they put in. Yeah, and that was the first weekend where all three teams won. I think as well. So I yeah. remember we watched we watched like an hour of the reserve game, and they were winning by the time we left. And the Colts had their cup game, I think, and they were waiting for us to to confirm our scoreline. And I think it was the first Wessex day, and I, I don't know the last time all three teams won a game. I think it spawned a podcast. If I... I think it did actually. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, but but it was a turning point in our season, and and you know, the club as well, to be honest, because the whole club were feeling it. The effects of the first team in in training, you know, it was just. Everybody was just a bit down, and and so you know sometimes you've got to go through that to to come out the other side. But to come out the other side in that game, it wasn't against the Jamaica Bell or Riding Tide or something. Like that. It was against one of the top teams that beat us every time we played them in the last two years. It was it was a glimpse of what kind of quality we should have been showing from the start yeah. of the season. It's sweet. It's what it's what we knew yeah. everyone was capable of. Which is what made it even harder to to accept the the poor start. Yeah, and we'll get on to the podcast and the wins get a lot easier after this other game. But our our final game of the twenty the calendar year was against Bilbao, which was just a goal scoring mayhem, wasn't it? That that was a little gut punch. Yeah, from a managerial standpoint and from a, a personal standpoint, in from from my point of view, being being part of a backline that conceded five. It five all, it? it was it was five all, ten goal thriller. After you beat top of the league, I think Bill Bow were up there at that point as well. Yeah, they were third or fourth. Um, yeah, we played. To, I remember we played the top three in three weeks. That was that was the that was the thing. That was the drive. We it really. It was it was worrying. At the, yeah, it was because yeah. we were at such a low point to go up against the top three. Yeah, everyone would have looked at that and gone, "Yeah, you're not gonna get anything." And we got four points from three games. It could have been better and it should have been, but all things considered, we had to keep, we just had to keep going. Well, I mean, that game against Bilbao just was typical us, wasn't it, really? You know, we I think we went 1-0 one, one, no up, then 1-1, one, one, then 2-1 down. And I think at one point we were like, I want to say, 5-2 down. Yeah, yeah, we were. And you look at that and you're thinking, what is going on? Like, it's, it's a shambles. And it was a shambles, to be honest with you. Like, defensively, there was mistakes individually, as a team. The attitude was there, though. That was the thing. It wasn't anything like we weren't working for each other. It just didn't click. 
And they had, they had that blonde winger, didn't he, that just, just ripped the ball. I think he banged the And he, he, he taught us about the first time we played him as well. Um, sorry. When we first played him last year, um, I think he got a brace there. So we knew he was a threat and we just couldn't handle it. I think Ore got injured after 30 seconds. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And it, you know, we went from knowing what we wanted to do to I think Sussex ended up going right back. Chan had to come on after being having an injury for the last couple of weeks. So it, it, it just disrupted us a tiny bit. And, and yeah, defensively, we were just so poor. But attackingly and attitude wise, because we went down to 10 men, because Demi opened his mouth. He got Simbin, didn't he? Got Simbin for 10 minutes. And we played better without him. Um, <laughs> he'll love that yeah so 5-2 down down to 10 men and we scored two goals in that time mm-hmm. I want to say um, it just gave us a little kick up the backside which <clears throat> yeah we asked we asked the ref then we just stay off yeah but to be honest you know like <coughs> we knew individually we were just as good as the opposition and probably better it just wasn't clicking but when it did click we we, we tore him and you know Jack Jack scored that free kick when we went back to 11 men. Um, Jack scored that free kick in the 90th minute. It was, it, I remember the celebration. No no one touched the ball. Yeah, it just, it was like an in-swinging, quite far wide, but the perfect free kick really, where you, it's, it's in the corner, so it's, it's, it's in-swinging in the corner. If nobody touches it, it's going in, and if someone touches it, it's going in. Keeper doesn't want to touch it because he, he has no idea where exactly. he should be. So it was a perfect, perfect free kick, um, and we got the draw. And we did celebrate like it was a win, not going to lie. And I think that's because we, we need, like, we needed, we deserved. Yeah. We deserved something from that. We knew we did. Yeah. And come at the start of the season, we weren't getting that because we just weren't playing well enough. And we still really weren't at our best, but we managed to scrape a point. Yeah. And, it, you know, maybe it was a bit over, what's the word? An overreactive celebration. Yeah, we, we did react to like a, like a win and... and and looking back at it, you think, shouldn't really celebrate like that. No. But in the heat of the moment and the way the season went for us, that it did feel like a win. And and to be honest with you, we you know, we had a we had a long break after that. That game was in November. Yeah, I think it was the 29th of yeah, November. 29th of November. And we didn't play a first team game until I want to say like the 17th of Jan. It was, it was a long time. Yeah, because of I think I think COVID I think hit again a bit and, and teams wanted to they had the option to take it off or not. Um and and we actually didn't even have any scheduled fixtures as well. Um so we did have a hell of a long break, felt like a literally a, a, a you know winter break sort of thing, really. Um we came back was, against another hard game though, wasn't it? Yeah, we had Redbridge again, didn't we? Um but but to be honest, you know, like since that Bill Bow game, we only we only lost one game since that point, and the rest, the rest of the season, bar Stockwood, was a high. It was. There wasn't any those frustrating games like Ryden's high, um, just because of the, the level of football. Um, same with Jamaica Bell, really, just because we had to play our home and away games there. On on pitches that were just, they just they shouldn't be pitches <laughs> like. Less ridings high, how they've got their they their pitch at just a public park on a slant. Yeah. You just you just don't really that's like that's old school, old school kind of side yeah, of Yeah, big pitch as well, just awful. Um but yeah, you know, and, and it 
it, it started ticking. That Redbridge was a tough game, wasn't it? You know, it was 1-1, two penalties. So it was 0-0 for like 80 minutes. Yeah. And then we gave, I think it was, I think Yemi might have given away a penalty. Yeah, it was, just, it was a soft pen, but to be honest. That's probably he, why the ref gave the other one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, if he didn't give that one, he wouldn't have given our one. Um, two good pens. That was it, to be honest. It wasn't, I think someone hit the post as well. I think Jack maybe hit the post in the first half. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, there, there wasn't clear cut chances. And to be honest with you, I think it'd be I think it'd be good to mention as well. That was when Jord went on goal for the first time for the first team. And luckily for him, he had a couple of games to get in the swing of it, didn't he? For the reserves, because we had such a long breakout. Yeah. But obviously during that break, our former keeper decided to uh, to retire, then decided to stop playing. For his own reasons, and um, and George, you know, because of his injuries, especially one at the start of the season with Lancor, didn't a bit of that, and also getting back to fitness and playing first team, which might not have happened to the end of the season. He sort of had a little gateway back into the first team fold, and um, he took it with both hands. Literally, he obviously will come more to to Jordan goal as we as we go on, but him obviously is slotted into keeper again left us with that. He gave us that option to, to kick it out from the back, really, didn't he? To, to pass it out. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's <coughs> an outfielder in goal and, and Perks having that was, was good outfield. Um, and I think we were a little, you know, more settled on the ball and confident and, you know, we won't beat around the bush even though we know Joel's not a goalie anymore. He did make a few mistakes throughout the season but he made up for it in, in numerous saves and also just performances in general. Um, so it's, uh, you know, that was a big turning point for us, having someone good enough to step in when when we were a bit, you know, we were a bit short, weren't we? We were a bit, bit, bit in the mud, only because we only had the, the two keepers for three teams. Well, two and a half if you include Ron. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was the turn of, you know, that was when George won in goal. And, and after that Redbridge game, it was just, it was just win after win after win. Um, we we did have a hard start to the season in, in sense of the teams. We didn't really play any bad teams apart from Telephone. Well, you, you wouldn't have said Telephones, who have now their reserves have disbanded. Yeah. You wouldn't have said that they were going to be down the bottom. Don't get me wrong. They, they weren't a great team and they seem to always fold against us as well. But they had good players and we, we know that from <coughs> being with us. Yeah. So, you know, it. It's, it was one of them ones which Telephone ended up being one of the easiest games for us in the season. But from that moment on, we had a tough, we had we had tough games, but we did, and I think it's just credit to the players, we took advantage of the teams that maybe weren't as good and we made them pay with three points near enough every single week from that point on. Um, we had the two against Jamaica Bell, we had two against Rydens High. Which were literally that was that was twelve points in really four or five weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, and and that, that we went from ninth in the table, which again was another low point, ninth or tenth of the table, which was a bit embarrassing. To we started shooting up the table every single week, and you know after beating those four, I think we had to play. I want to say someone like Bromley Heath. We went to play Bill Bow again, but they well, we had a walkover, didn't we? Yeah, because they had a, they had COVID or something. Yeah, <clears throat> it was the night before the game. 
Yeah, and then we had then we had Bromley Heath, um, which was a they actually ended up dropping down a couple of first teamers, didn't they? You could yeah. almost you could almost call that another turning point, one that kind of just boosted us because yeah. coming in against no disrespect to Jamaica Belt and Riders High, but they weren't great teams. Yeah. So coming in against Bromley Heath, who who were who were a hundred well, we, times better than we drew against them, well. didn't we? In the in the the league anyway and we struggled to break them down and we were I believe we were 1-1 one, one at half time 1-1 one, one half time and as I said they, they had a head of a lot of county players played for them because their first team didn't have a game and I think half of their reserves lads went to a, a festival so so they filled in but usually that would obviously benefit them because they're having better players come down and play so to do that and have you know to come away 5-1 overall win that second half 4-0 it was big. It was like a second win, wasn't it? It was, yeah, 100%. We just suddenly put our foot down in the second half and yeah. turned it on. And to be fair, I think, you know, from a managerial point of view, even though the, the, the second half of the season was outstanding, we only switched it on maybe a half a game. There was never a game where we, we blew away a team for the whole 90 minutes. It was very much like Southie was the same. It was more steady. Just yeah, it was steady, we, steady wins. We built our way into it, and and then if we if we if we if we chose to blow them to blow them away, then we did, and and yeah, you know, we played them games. We had South, we had a double header against Southmead. We we had four playing to finish the season. We had to play Mangotsfield again after Mangotsfield, them yeah. being the the ones and Almondsbury in the league. Yeah, those were the games that basically got us promotion, clinch promotion. Um, and obviously we lost the only game we lost after the uh, the broad broad playing game back in I want to say it was like start like mid October that was yeah was against Stockwood which was actually uh, that was a low point of the season but maybe something we needed to be honest it wasn't the end of the season obviously it wasn't the you know end to the good run it was just a little blip in our way but I think we needed that to to keep us. You know, keep us hungry. Even though we we should we shouldn't have lost. Of course we shouldn't. Have lost. Not at all. It was a horrific game. They did have a couple of camp players drop down. But we were no, so yes. off it. We were so off it on that game. Yeah. No, nothing really fell to us. We couldn't really get. We we weren't comfortable. We weren't like in a comfortable on the ball or anything like that. It was panic stations from the off. Nothing was really falling for us. Yeah. And which is weird as well because we had a nice turnout from from the home well from our. From the Wessex crowd. Wessex crew, yeah. We we, we had a yeah, good people, you know, we had we had a lot of the club watching us. It it was, I mean, let's be let won't be around the birch. We didn't deserve anything from that game, but also it was hard to play, wasn't it? Like that pitch was yeah, it was I was just remember being rock solid. It was like playing on concrete and and they just adapted to it better. It was as simple as that, really. We we didn't change our game enough as we should have. No, and it was and it, but it was also hard to you know if anybody did try you know that ball over the top just didn't work and passing it around was just as bad as well to be honest the pitch was so dry it was it was bad but both teams got to play on it and and we didn't deserve anything really from it um, so yeah it was it was just one of them but that was just a blip and, and we ended the season outstandingly. From that, I think it was like we had four games or three games after that, and, and we, we won two and, and drew the final game of the season, which was a nothing game against Broad Plain. No, it was it was five games, five five wins on the bounce. One of them being the forfeit on the telephone. So oh yeah, okay. so we got three points for it. 
that was when Telephone soon after disbanded yeah. the reserves anyway, <clears throat> um, which is which is obviously a shame because a couple of those Wessex lads, ex Wessex lads, um, were playing. Some of them playing, you know, the first team of Telephones, but they couldn't keep it running anymore. And then, yeah, luckily it didn't affect our, our goal difference or our season. They just sort of gifted everybody three points in the end, didn't they? Yeah, no, exactly. And I think Mangasur was the was the big kind of end. We knew we had to play broad plane, but if we got if we won against Mangos again, like we would have been promoted. We would have at this point we were fighting for second place. Yeah, against Mangos to be honest, on Redbridge, right? And if you had told us that four games in, five games into the <laughs> season, we probably would have laughed at you and said, "Mate, we're ninth. What are you talking about?" But it just shows how much we've grown throughout the season, how much these new lads have not only brought their A game, but they've kind of boosted the old lads. Yeah, 100%. And our lowest point of the season, as we said, was against Mangoes. And it and our season sort of finished against Mangoes. It's so sweet when you think about it, isn't it? It was, it's almost come full circle. Yeah, and, and you know, that, that is, you know, as managers, we'd love to take the credit, but to be honest, the, the players... It's a tough one, you know, because we should never have been as bad as we were individually and as a team. However, the boys to turn it around by the end of the season to finish second place in a, in a tough league, which obviously ended up being a tough league, is credit to, to the boys and to the club in general because obviously all three teams ended up getting promoted. Um, but we, we can't do that again in a better league. It's as simple as that. It, it won't be as... I don't think we'll get the chance to turn it around in, not, in, not a, in a higher league. The attitude has to be... It has to be there from the start. You can't be... You can't be off it for 45 minutes in a game going up to this this Premier Division. And if, if you are, then, you know, simply we're going to get our ass, you know, handed to us. Yeah. Um, as we did... And, and we, we let ourselves get into that. It's, it takes it takes a lot for us to to, to say we, we came back from a, a hard a hard point at the start of the season, but it's not going to be forgiven next year. Everyone needs to be on it from the start, and you know we haven't really gone on to come on to signings at all yet. But that was a bit of a season review. To <coughs> game it, was, it really was. Season, but with with the lads that came in, we we managed to that bolstered our season massively, and it bolstered the club. Yeah, you know that some of the lads that we'll mention in a sec. They've not only, I don't, I can't think you can say one of them has played for just one team. No, I think I think every single one of them, to be honest, has actually played for at least two, teams, at yeah. least two, at least two of the three teams. I'd say yeah. everyone's done exactly what we were hoping for, and the quality that we've brought in, well, it's huge. We got lucky, but we also, and again, credit to the boys at the club as well. We did get lucky with the players we brought in, but also they clearly like the atmosphere at the club, they enjoyed it. And these players came when we were losing. Yeah, of course. Which which, you know, it, it shows uh it shows just just how good a bunch of lads we've got here. And and credit to you know the committee and stuff behind the scenes, you know, the people like Lynn who comes to every game bless her. Um, you know, they see her on match day and they're like, you know, what's she doing? Eh? They realise how much she does and how much she loves you know every single one of those boys. So even though we were losing as a first team, they still stayed after maybe a training session or two. Um, and they 
they gave it their all and, and them along with the other lads and they turned it around. We got so we got a lot of players that played, like new players that played first. Yeah. Like quick list from the main boys, I'd say from 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 our season was was Fitio, who's a an amazing signing for the club. Um well they all were to be honest, but we were upset about every single one of them. That's there. true. But you know, we had we had Dibble turn around and actually fully commit this year. So for me that was like a new signing. Um we had Kim, you know, we had a striker spot missing because Job was injured. So Kim just came in and, and he set a light to be honest, didn't he? Well you came off the bench against Bromley Heath, didn't he? And I remember when we were we were drew up to two two and he came on and he changed the dynamic entirely. Looked like a striker, didn't he? I just I just remember us looking and going, Hold on a minute, this is, he, he looks like a player. Yeah, he plays on the last man, he's a little poacher, but also, you know, good hold up play. A lovely, lovely striker and a lovely guy as well. Um, so we hit a winner there, but around that time, you know, Kempson out of these signings here, Kempson was the only one I think I was here from the very start of the season. Yeah. Um, and maybe Caleb. I know when Caleb played one or two, and he probably only played the games that we didn't win into him. Yeah, he probably doesn't doesn't have the best memories of his no, first team experiences. I can't lie. But you know, but he 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 came in and and he did a job. To be honest, you know, like. We, we really enjoyed him being in the first team. It was just a bit bad timing. Us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, bad it, was, it was bad timing where we we wanted to bring him in, but the squad wasn't at the right Not point. And it was against what was it Almondsbury and Come well, on. I mean, it, no, it was it was broad it was broad play. Was it? I'm pretty sure Caleb played. Might in, have to be fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he only played one or two, but he gave it his all. And also, his quality then showed through for the reserves and the cops. He played for all three throughout the season. Yeah. And um, I think he did get a little bit of an injury midway through the season. Because if he if he did keep, you know, playing the way he was for the other two teams, I think he would have definitely got more of a shout on that first team towards the end of it. But, you know, there's so many here. Toby played one game for us and... And was outstanding against Southie off the bench. Debo played against Ryden's High and, and he looked like a player who was obviously outstanding for all three again. Yeah. You know, ended the season in the reserves, but was I'll tell you what, I can't remember the Colts podcast. Did he win? He was in the He was in team of the season, wasn't yeah. he? So he, you know, he left an impression. Left a massive impression there and and played for all three. Same with you know Nathan Price was outstanding for the reserves all season and got two call ups for the first team. He did really well in that final game of the season as well. He did <coughs> extremely yeah. well. Ollie Atwood went up front for us. But for that was Jamaica Bell. Jamaica yeah. Bell, yeah, and and looked solid. Liam obviously got a clean sheet that game as well. Who's been <laughs> now the only keeper at the club? Yeah. If anybody knows any keepers, please. yes, please let us know. Um, but the big one for me, I think it was H, wasn't it? Yeah. I think yeah, he definitely. I think he changed he changed the reserves, I'll tell you that. But then he, he came up to the first team. And he it was quite lucky for us really, because Longley was was our with you, you know, along with you was the centre back pairing really. Yeah. And Longley broke his hand, the wrist or whatever it was. That was in the ridings game, wasn't it? Yeah, and he you know, he refused to play with a dodgy wrist, which was shocking. But <laughs> 
and then H came in and just took his place. And, and to be honest, you know, he settled right in from the from from the one, didn't he? Yeah, I just yeah, first first time he came in. Again, we're playing four at the back. We weren't playing three at the back at this point. Yeah, we all talk about Yemi's injury as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, the centre back, I wouldn't say crisis, but it definitely wasn't good when you had yeah, Longley and Yemi out for well, Yemi's out for the season. Yeah, you had the defence not performing as it is, like being well under par. Longley then goes and and does his hand in, and Yemi, you know, shatters his shatters his knee, turns into a velociraptor, and his knees go backwards on on that dodgy bow pitch, and he's out for the season. At that point, we're thinking, right, if our centre back gets injured, we might be in a bit of spot yeah. bother. Yeah, exactly. But at that point, we were playing better. We were playing well. We, there was more. Everyone was performing. Even when Yemi came on, he went up. <laughs> did he go up top for a bit? If I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, I just. I yeah, he did. He started up top against Jamaica Bell and then went to centre back and then done his knee. Yeah. <laughs> Should so, have stayed up top, but. So it was, but that he he was playing well to that point. You had obviously Longley who was playing well. Everyone was just. H was that another just a really good player that just added to the the competitiveness of of that first team defence and. I think from a personal standpoint, it, I was I was worried about my position anyway. But when H came in and Longley came back, it was like yeah, there's some know, serious there's some serious you know competition here. And it's it's the first season, and me and Matt will tell you for the last three years, it's the first year where after the new year we hit this next level consistency with players where there was no real big injury. I know we just mentioned two actually, but there was no like chopping and changing throughout the, the second half of the season. We, me and Matt had the easiest but hardest job because we had to try and keep the players that are outstanding <coughs> happy when not selected because we've just won the previous week and we're not going to change a winning team. You've got, you've got Alex Atiyah, bless him, who I, I think he, he was playing for us, you know, playing really well for us then. Got, um, he got COVID, didn't he? Yeah. And at that point, Sol, Sadiman, you know, decides to turn his A-game right up and have the season of his life. Yeah, and poor, poor Alex Fatio couldn't. We, we couldn't. We couldn't drop Sol. Like how we couldn't drop him. So, Sol, Sol was so good. He kept Alex Fatio, who is so good, out of the team. And that speaks. Yeah. A thousand words. Like how we didn't think. We thought Alex Fatio was going to completely take that yeah. that place and make it his own, which he did. And, and it, was, it was the same for Connor as well. You know, when he came back from injury, Crummins, Crummins and Dibble just. Built a little partnership between them, and on paper you might think, you know, oh, those three, those two might not be the best sort of pairing in that middle, but but it worked, and and when it's working, you know, anyone will tell you you don't you don't need if there's no reason to change it, then you're not going to, and and Crumbin's got lucky a few times because he actually went away, didn't it? <laughs> the games ended up getting called off for whatever reason, so we know ne- he never really lost his his place, but you know. It meant that Connor and Alex, who are both easily first team quality, play for the reserves <clears throat> numerous times. And impacted them and in, impact, in the best and, way. Exactly. And that's exactly what the whole point of this club is about. You know, if you're not getting a first team spot, it doesn't mean you're not good enough. It just means the team are playing well and that should that should, you know, motivate you to, to help the, the reserves or Colts because equally if the reserves take some of the first teamers that aren't getting game time, it should filter down then to the, to, the, to the Colts as well. And 
and it did to be honest and you, you talk about kind of that consistency that we had the uh the i think it was the last like seven eight games of the season we only really changed our fullbacks yeah, it that was, was it. That was it. Everyone else had their place, and you know, I think every season Connor Collins would always have a go and say, "Where's the consistency? Yeah. We, yeah. where's the consistency?" And it's like this is literally what we're building. We've been building towards. This is what we've been wanting from day one. And yeah. um, when we get it, which we had, we got promoted. We we went on this massive run. It's no coincidence. Everyone, there was such harmony within the squad. There was that drive, but also, you know, don't get ahead of yourselves. Yeah. You had the fullbacks rotating in a, in a healthy way. You know, you had Jack Sibley who, who came up. You had Munther who who made his debut as well. You got Sussex, Cully, Bowden did a job back there. Well, you just mentioned two another two new boys. There was oh, Sibley and Munther. Like Sibley, he done it the proper way, didn't he? You know, yeah. he, <laughs> he started in the Colts. He started bench for Colts first game of the season um, for them. And by the end of the season, he was the starting left back for the for the first team, um, and he went through the Colts, outstanding each week. To the reserves, outstanding each week, and got the call up to the first team. And and he didn't. He had one average game against Almondsbury, and so you know he wasn't even bad that game. He just just you know head just a bit, bit rocky, wasn't yeah, it? just a bit rocky. And apart from that, he reacted the next week to a man of match performance. <clears throat> Yeah, obviously Chan left back as well. Chan, yeah. He played wing back and then full back at different points of the season. So you know, we had these, we had all these quality, all this quality, and we we can't fit all those. We, we named about eight full backs just in there, so yeah. you, you can't name them all. You know, we're not Southfield. <clears throat> we can't, we can't get them all in the well, team. Right, we could probably make a team out of full backs. Yeah, we could. <laughs> maybe we'll do that in pre season. Yeah, maybe just for laughing. But we had all that quality and, and it's not all going to fit each week. And if everybody's available, that should filter down. And, and it did because the reserves are winning games and the Colts are winning games. So, And we always knew that with the introduction of a third team, there was going to be a bit more strain on the club. Yep. There's going to be strain on, on people's game time and some people were going to miss out, some people were going to get more. And I feel like it took us a while to get a groove. I think all three teams would say the same, to get that proper consistency. Yeah, and, uh, out, out of every out of every team, reserves probably did the best. I would have thought in consistency. Yeah. However, they finished third. Yeah, they I mean, they <laughs> don't really make sense actually. Which is which is weird. Yeah, but you know the other two teams finished in second. But I think I want to say losses ratio. The, the reserves had a better season. But anyway, enough about this. That's that's not a reserve podcast, yeah. really, is it? Um, and the only other person I didn't mention was Sharpie, who. Is an absolute animal. When his, when his hamstrings and calves are working, <laughs> yeah. he's an animal. Oh, off the pitch, he's an in, animal. In short then, bursts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he he was an absolute. I don't know where we got him from. Well, I know where we got him from, but but he's a player that is. I don't want to pick him up just in case other teams are listening. Actually, he's an okay player. He's he's average and he's injury prone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he brought so much experience from higher level. It was it was a new level of playing that we hadn't seen in, in the first team at Wessex before. Yeah, and he, and he brought this, you know, me and you have only played for Wessex in adult football. He brought this knowledge of other teams, and he he, he said the story to us, didn't he? When he was around our house, he said he said uh, they finished mid table. His old team finished mid table. The season after, they didn't change anything. They finished second bottom. Yeah, and then the year after, with the same team, they finished top. 
And it was a, uh, it was a bit of quite, it was quite humbling to see the other players that were around our house would be like, wow, like it was the understanding. It was like you don't need to panic. Yes, if you lose three on the bounce, it's not good. But it's not the end of the world. You've got, you've got to take that step back, and you, you need to look at it in the bigger picture. And it was, it was <clears> very, it was, yeah, it was one of them stories. It was like, what? Well, it's, it's nice to know that it, you know, it happens at other clubs as well. And he's a top, top player, and and you can tell by the way he plays. He needs to sort his hamstrings out. He, he can't give up football because he's too good at it. He's not even that old yet. He's about to be seven or something. But Coming into his peak. Yeah. yeah peak retirement. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's he's a quality player who adds he, he adds a lot of quality. Um, and, you know, we'll go for our team of the season, I would have thought, in a, in a bit. But, but, you know, a player like that gets mentioned in the team of the season, whether he makes money or I don't know. Or mine. Yeah. You know, it's just that, that quality, <clears throat> it definitely it just it just gives everybody that extra bit of motivation. Like, yeah, you know, that's quality right there. And he played for two, you know, he played for the reserves as well, didn't he? Well he made his net it's where everyone kind of looked at him in, in the reserves and went, Well, okay, we've got a player here. Yeah. But that was against I think it was the best and worst team for him to come up against because in the reserves it was the Stoke Gifford game on it. He came in and he won 14-1. And, and he came in and I remember everyone saying, Sharky's a player. And I, obviously, you were playing in that game. I didn't. Yeah, and he is a player, but how can you base a player on your point? Yeah. But, you know, 14-1, it's quite hard to <clears throat> justify if you're that good or not. But he was. And, you know, it just benefited the club, him coming here. And we're grateful that he, he stayed with us. Today. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't. All the new players we've named, but yeah, it was a. If we miss anyone, I'm sure they'll let us know. <laughs> yeah, but even like you know, I know it's a first team podcast, but we had a, we had players like Luca coming, who is an unreal guy. He definitely got mentioned a few times for the first team, like we were thinking about him. Oh, 100%. Um, but, but an amazing guy to just have around the club, and and hopefully he can push on next year because he's a he's an absolute player as well. By far the fittest at the club as well. Yeah, when he's got two working lungs. That's true. Well, I think he probably needs to get that one patched up before he starts playing again. But hopefully, we'll uh, we'll catch up with him in a bit. Yeah, we will. Maybe afterwards. <laughs> I think you know, talking about signings, talking about how the season went. <clears throat> if you if you look at, you talk about the consistency. There was actually only three players that played all the playable games of the season. Yes, me, you, and Jack, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So obviously, we had twenty-two games in the league. But three of them were were forfeits, so 19, 19 appearances yeah. from the three of us. I think we all played in the cup, though. We, all didn't, we didn't have a cup run, but we had we had the two games. Yeah. All three of us played in there. Yeah. So it was just it was the consistency was if you if you would so for example the amount of players we used <clears throat> it's in, it's nothing compared to Trutchy and to to hoops. Maybe their fifties, right? Fifty and sixty, something like that. Yeah. You know, we came in with a with a humble thirty six. But if you compared that, as we were saying before, and if we compared that to previous seasons, I still think that's still high. It is high, yeah. But I think that's probably our best. Yeah, which is, is mad. But, <clears throat> you, know, you know, when we talk about Caleb, Liam, these new players, Toby as well, you know, all these players that have played one or two games for us, that's why. It's because they, they filled in when they needed to. And as we said, they've done a job and... 
and uh, and they were deserving of that. But also, I mean, we want to be really hit with that maximum of twenty five. Really? Well, that's that's something to work towards, isn't it? We hadn't even mentioned yeah. Freddie, who ditched it. <laughs> but well, he was but with us at the start. He was with us at the start and been here for the last year and a bit, and he was ever present. I just, uh, yeah, he literally ditched us. Yeah, he, to his face. He, prefer, he prefers he prefers golf. Yeah, one of them ones. Although Longley did say he'd have a word with him. Yeah, you know. See if he's a. Uh, Don't want to know. <laughs> See if he enjoys football <laughs> anymore. Yeah. But it, it was it was it was good to see, and you know, with the amount of players that we had playing, that there was no doubt that the amount of people to score and assist, and you know, stat pad if you're if you're that type of person, you know, there was there's been thirteen different goal scorers, fourteen if you include you know the one own goal that we had, um, which I still think could be more. Thirteen goal scorers when you've got thirty six players used, you know. It could yeah. it could be more when you look at the density of the scorers. You know, you've got you you uh, spearheading the top of that with with seventeen goals. Then you had was it Kim and then Jack on? I think it was Kim and Jack. Yes, yeah. Eleven and ten or eleven. And... Yeah, but that you know like that's that you know for Kim first season at the club that that's good numbers. Jack's first full season, I want to say, at the club. Like he joined the year after we got promotion, didn't we? So and then we've had two COVID hit seasons after that. Yeah, that's Jack's Jack's first full season at the club, and, and you know he's gotten to double figures for. No, no, Jack. Jack had he had nine goals and nine assists. I oh, believe. Okay. When when you when you look at it in terms of the prolific season it was, then yeah, by far it was just been his best. Yeah, season. definitely been his best. You know, he's he's had to date. Um, and we you know we mentioned Soul was unreal, second half of the season he was, like unplayable, but you know. A big mention to Jack as well. To be fair, he was sorry nine goals, ten assists from from Jack. Yeah, so just under twenty goals involved. So that's 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 good return. To be fair to him, it's worse. It's he, he pulled us out of the mud at times, as 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 did Sol. Yeah, those, and, those two second half of the season, along with you know as a team, it was perfect, wasn't it? Fair yeah, enough. it was it was it was good. You had <clears throat> the goals and assists of. I mean, when you think when you look at it, actually, Sol came in with with ten assists. And, really? and six goals. Now they, that, they all came second half of the season. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> they all came second half of the season. I think Kim had eleven goals and had like one assist or something. Proper he proper striker. Two two assists. But when you look at the the list, you know you've got the the assists being like you, Jack, and then Sol, and then who pops up four? Somehow I'm in there. I got I got, got quite a few. I got five assists. Yeah. But in terms of the attacking intent from the team, that the goal scorers as well, Sol got six. That, that second half of the season really brought the best out of the front four. I think. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it was very much defenders defend and attackers attack, and that's not the way we always wanted to play. Really, we wanted everybody to sort of attack at the team and defenders as a team. Um, but it was a bit more just like a flat back four, sort of trutchy style to be fair, but a solid back four. We were defensively sound together. We had two sitting in Crummins and Dibble. Crummins did join the attack a tiny bit more, but Dibble sort of sat. And then the front four just expressed themselves really. You know, as we said, Sol was outstanding. Jack was uh, Jack was sensational. Um, Especially like, then, like we said, that, that second half was just everyone just turned it on. Yeah, but and then and then me and Kim, we get you know we just 
joining in, getting the goals as well. So, and it was tough on, I know we'll go through it in a bit as well, but, you know, someone like Bowden, as we said, you know, Alex found it tough getting in front of Sol, but Bowden, who was the first team throughout the whole season, barely got a game. Especially with the, when you talk about win, wing-backs that we had at the start of the season, you had yeah. Chez. Chez, yeah, Chez, Chan. Chez, Chan, Ore, Bowden. Yeah. These lads who, once we changed formation, and once they, you know, hit their injury or COVID or something, it was difficult for them to get back in the team. Yeah. And, and that's that's just how it went. That's how competitive and how, you know, how well the lads were playing. Is we, could, we couldn't find space to get these other quality players the game time they wanted. And and obviously since then, we've had, you know, Chez has left us, you know, Bowden has left us. And sometimes that's just, that's how it is. Yeah. Like, we're not, we can't... We can't, we can't please everyone. Can we you? can't yeah. give everyone. We're not playing rugby. We don't have 15 spaces on that pitch. We've got 11. Maybe if we get five subs next year. We can. Actually, that's true. <laughs> then we'll call them back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. And and, and that's life. And it's, and it's football. And... It is harsh. And it it is, is harsh. But, you know, if we were losing every week... Different. It's different. At the start of the season... We're not. We, we won promotion, didn't we? Yeah. So, so nobody can, you know, it's a tough one, but, but yeah, you know, someone like that who's, who, who just couldn't get ahead of anyone because the front forward was so lethal and, and good. It was, and the, the way Bowden got a shot was when against Southmead, wasn't it, away, where Sussex was playing right back and he got injured in the first five minutes. Yeah, and yeah, Bowden, he had to fill in in, a, in, a, in his, you know, a not, an unnatural position. He did, he did outstanding, mind, got man of the match, but. That was how hard it was to break into the team. Was you sort of had to Go help the team out, square peg round hole type deal. Yeah, exactly. And that's not that's not long. That's not long term. That's not long. That's not what we want. No, it's, it's, you know, you could have a good game up front. It doesn't mean we want you up front the next week. It just means for that specific game. You, you know, put yourself. You put your. You put your name in the hat. They're going to be wrong, but in reality, yeah, it's not. It's it, not what you're you're striving for, is it? You know, it depends on on the game, but. But that was the consistency we brought, and 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 that changed everything. Changed absolutely everything. Anyway, I got carried away then. On what? Whatever question that was, I can't remember. Oh no, it was it was just talking about goals and assists, really. Well, thirteen goal scorers and sixteen people, sixteen assisters, if you will. Yeah, that's quite spread. To be fair, it's not. We've had a lot worse seasons in the last three. It's only been like six. Spread between like six or seven. Yeah. Um, but with with the influx of players, like we said, it's just been, it's just boosted the squad. It's boosted the club as a whole. Yeah. And it's no coincidence that the most amount of signings we've done is, and you know, all three teams getting promoted. It's not a coincidence, really, is it? No. And and it's, it's testament also, to the players. Yeah, definitely. It's it's, it's fully, as we said before, it's, it's fully deserved. Like, I guess I guess that brings us a uh, goal of the season time. Yeah, this was tough, wasn't it? I mean, mm. we we haven't actually discussed any of this with each other um, I've literally because I know what Trutchy and Ron did and, and Trutchy had about 45 nominations that he <laughs> that you read to Ron and Ron just went yeah yeah I wasn't yeah. there yeah I wasn't there um, well I've, I've got four only because what we have what we have realised during the you know during the season is our, we didn't score a lot of amazing goals no. not, not, not world class we, we spent about an hour going through as many goals as we could on the VO. Um, every time we saw a goal, we are like, yeah, good goal. But not an amazing goal, just just a good goal, like good team goal. It could be high pressing, it could be... But there was never like 
an outstanding 30 yard top wins. <clears throat> or like an overhead kick or nothing, just the, the tiki taka yeah, that just, broke the team down. It was just good goals, good touches, good finishes. Nothing special, but just did the job. Right. Which is actually, I prefer that to be honest. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You don't you don't want to do you don't want to just smack it from forty yards. Hit and hope it, yeah. But if it goes in, it goes in, you know. You get those special moments. I think, you know, one of one of the nominations I have here is um is what we spoke about earlier, the Luke Crummins and Luke Bowden. I actually put that on my on my list against really? against Mangersfield. Didn't make <laughs> Because from from my angle, I don't know if you saw the pass that, that Luke Crummins did to yeah, Bowden. It was, an unreal pass, it was yeah. through eye of a needle. Why he even tried it, I don't know, because it Nothing was working for us that game. Yeah. Nothing at all. So for him to, to attempt just that eye of a needle pass, everyone's running away and Bowden's run through. Yeah. It goes through three players and, and he, he just, just glances just, it into yeah, the net. Good finish as well to be on the, on the, on the run, wasn't it? And that was our only game, that was our only goal of the game and it was such a poor, poor performance. Yeah. It was um, just the one bit of quality all game, wasn't it? That was, it was. And it was, it was a bright spark. And it, and just, it came from Crummins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Flair himself. Know, yeah. <laughs> so I, I put that down just because of. Let just, me, let me add that to my just just so I know you've. When we come to a decider, that that's in the hat. It's it's Tom just it's Bowden. different. It's different to the other three goals. Yeah, go on. Go well, three my, goals because I've got a few more than you. My my I've got four goals and they're all very different. Yeah, that, yeah. So like that one is quite it's quite simple when you think about it. Yeah. I've got it was your goal against uh, Bromley Heath where. That was almost a pick it up out of anger, dribble through about three, four yeah. players and put it into the bottom corner. That was to bring us to two two as well. Yeah. So we were we were we were not down and out, but we were heading that way. And the way you just kind of drifted past the players like they weren't even there. It's like you were moving at you know three times the speed as them. Um and just into the bottom corner, it was it was such a good goal. Um I have put Connor's goal. Connor Collins. I, I, what, put, I put it on mine. I think I, it made the VO. It made VO camera. What yeah. what what a freak! What a freak goal! And if he says he meant it, he's a big fat liar because yeah. the balls come out. It's a 50-50 to be won just into the opposition. He just path. wants to snap him. Let's be fair. He just wanted to hit him. <laughs> what ball are you talking about? Yeah. He just he slides in against the other player. <clears throat> the ball ricochets high into the air and somehow, in its trajectory, it loops the keeper and hits the net. Yeah, he scored a slide tackle goal from just beyond the halfway line. Yeah, now it's a free it's goal. Ne- it's never going to happen again. He's never going to score a goal like that again. He only scores weird goals. We did eight side the other the other night, and and it's was it an own goal? Was it his goal? Only only he'll be able to tell you. He but... Tried doing a back heel, and the centre back <laughs> ended up like sort of kicking it against his leg or something like that. Like freak goals, really. But but it was a goal nonetheless, and. And you know you could tell in the way that he celebrated afterwards, he, he didn't. You no, know, but... even, even Kempton did it on the side <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> but that that was that's the third goal, my my nominated one, and uh and then I've got of course Jack's goal. Um, now who was this against? Was it Southmead? What's it? It's it's the one where I believe I think someone nodded it down. It might have been me or H. You you headed it. Did, so did someone so popped out it to me. You pinged it across the pitch after driven for a little bit. Just over the defender's head, like pinpoint. Yeah, Jack's touch was unlucky, wasn't it? Jack, Jack's touch, touch it was like he was expecting the uh, the the defender to miss it. Yeah, I've I, I got it down on mine as well. The the touch was just it was just yeah. so and perfect. He just got it in. I, and that's I think that's what we've been saying really. It, the the goals we scored have just been good goals. Like 
that's the closest we'll get to a, a team well well worked yeah. goal. But, you know, Jack didn't finish it in the top corner. And to be honest, I'd rather he didn't because, you know, you're putting a, a, you know, a high risk of missing. But he just slotted it past the keeper with confidence. And it was just a, an amazing team goal. And That was either Southmead or Bromley. It was, was, was Southmead. It was Southmead. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was, and I remember we said we said the other day, didn't we? We were thinking of off the top of our head, what goal can we think of? And the first one that we both thought of was this goal. Yeah, just De- because. Definitely, yeah, for a team point of view. But you know, mm. when you look at match of the day, do you base it off of the team goal? Do you base it off of the? It's up to the, the individual, yeah, the viewers' exactly. vote, don't they? Um, and if it's Liverpool as well. So the other ones I've got is I've got Jack against Bill Bow, the free kick. Just because of how much it meant, yeah. But also, it was it was it, as I said earlier, it was a perfect free kick because it was it corridor was, of uncertainty. Yeah, and that's the one. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean to score, but at the same time, we put it into an area where you can score from it, and it was just it was just inch perfect in the corner. Um, it bounced, and the keeper didn't know whether to come or go, and and it and it landed in. So I put it in there. As I said, that was it wasn't. He'll say you meant it. You meant to put it in that area. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know if that will win it. To be fair, Jack Jack could have two here, to be honest, because I put Jack versus Jamaica Bell, and that was the freak goal he scored when he was crossing it. It's a cross shot, and it's gone top corner. Yeah. And but again, then... he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And he, <laughs> if he says he meant it... <laughs> well, Kim said he scored that. I remember in the, in the yeah. chat afterwards, Kim was trying to yes, say that. He, he, he touched it. it. Oh, what, Jack? So no, Jack crossed it in, and Kim was saying that he finished it. No, get it. Yeah, the defender just planted it into the. Yeah, but he like no, no, you're on about. Oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm on about. He it was it was a cross. It was a cross shot. Yes, yes. It like, took a little bubble and it just <laughs> flew in the top corner and yeah. it hit the hit the like crossbar the post stanchion or whatever you call it. And it went in straight after we scored the second, and it was because of how good it looked. I put it in there. Yeah. Again, he did not mean that. <laughs> I don't care what he says, he didn't mean it. But it was a. It looked unreal, especially on the beer. It's just hit across the keeper. But the, the magnet. He's just got a magnet to goal. To, yeah, and the other one obviously could be the the free kick against Ryden's hut. Yeah, we did. I I didn't actually write this one down, but it was a that was a free kick, and he meant it. There was there was just. No, no degree of yeah. luck with that. He no, proper he... place that, and it flew into the net. Yeah, and that was the that was the, I think that was probably the only free kick we scored this year, which was like he only scored we we only scored two free kicks this year. I think it was him for both. You're not going to mention uh, Alex Fitzio's free kick. I bet you he thought we were going to go a whole a whole thing without it there, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's probably the worst free kick I've ever seen in my life. It was. Uh... I don't think Alex will mind us saying it to be honest, but. He he's come off off the bench. He's taken. He took the ball off me as well, and I thought, you know what? All right, give it a go. And he's 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 put it on the. It's on a four G as well, so it's a perfectly, you know, perfect pitch against mangoes. And he is absolutely. Oh, I can't even say the word I want to say. He's just absolutely <laughs> fluffed. He's fluffed it. He's put so much into it as well. His body's put so much into it. <laughs> He's followed through with it as well. And it is, it's been a P-roller. It's, it's, it's probably about two miles an hour towards the keeper. And me and Jack look at each other and we're just like, is this kid for real? Like, he's just come on with a point to prove. 
<laughs> he's done a free kick like that. Anyway, the week later, he's, he's had another free kick and he's ballooned it about six. To be fair, to ball. be fair, it, it was it was a lot better than well, he got off the ground, did it? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's you know Jack's probably the best best free kicks this year to to Alex Fatih's worth. But and the last ones I put in anyway, but me and you and that's ball play. And the reason I put them in because my one was a very quick counter attack when we were losing. I think this game I put it at the bottom because it. It didn't mean much this game. Yeah, the, the, it was more technique and, and yeah, team. It, you know, we could have scored a worldie and it wouldn't have mattered because we already sealed second and we couldn't, we wouldn't have been able to get first place. But I think our our goal, Crumman's got the assist for that one, and it was just quick movement. You um, beat your man, and yeah, and I, I caught it really nice. Probably the best one I caught all season, to be fair. Mm. Um, and then your goal, which I thought was ridiculous technique, was was Jack's free kick from out wide. Um, on the right hand side, outswinger, and and you you did it with your left foot, and you you call it on the volley and, and placed it bottom corner. Just opened my body up really. Yeah, right? and it was a really really good finish. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I won't lie, I couldn't believe it. I got a whole stud, a whole footprint on my on my yeah. on my thigh from when someone just tried to to follow through. And that's where you had that class keeper in goal as well. That old the old guy, the old wasn't one, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. So like the. From my point of view, those goals are very good technical goals. But you've got to mention the third goal in that in that game though, because it was no one or Jordan. No, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, Jack scored some good free kicks this year, but that, that kid he hit it, didn't he? He, uh, he had a free kick from about thirty-five yards out, and he's absolutely at the top wins. But I, I mean, in, in well, if we want to slate Jordan, yeah, hundred percent, we can do that. But he did score a goal in that in that. Yeah, keep it scored. Keep it scored. You know, Liam scored <clears> a goal for the for the Colts this year from from. From goal, and and bless um, bless him, George. We said he'd be on penalties the last game of the season. He did bury it, to be fair, and he buried it convincingly. Yeah, he's, he's not on pens next year. But he, uh... <laughs> that's a that's yet to be decided, I think. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's... He, he's 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 looked he's looked good in spells outside of outside of you know games. Yeah. He deserved that goal as well. To be fair to him, like you know, he, he is a striker, he is a goal scorer, and he he, he did a job for us, didn't he, in goal this season. Exactly, couldn't couldn't thank him enough really so, for for how much he's impacted. We didn't really come back to it on on the season in the actual review of how much he's kind of impacted our season and, and how much he's helped us. Yeah, but the way we we finished, um, we were celebrating at the end. But I think part of that was celebrating towards Jordan and how much he's impacted the first team. When I don't think anyone we didn't see him playing in the first team because of his injury. And no, he, he definitely didn't see himself playing in there. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it was it was a win-win for both. One, it was like we need a keeper. And, and you want to <laughs> you he understands the the drive and yeah. the, the the grit to to play first team. Yeah, we needed a we needed someone who who's been involved with the team before, and he's been in goal. You know, in his younger younger days, he was a goalkeeper. Um, but we needed someone that could that knew how we wanted to play. From the from the get go, really, and and fair play to him, he did it for the season, he did it for the club, he did it for the team, and I don't think we would have got as easy promotion, no, as it was in the end. We wouldn't have, I don't think we would have got that without him. Crazy, it's crazy to say that, isn't it? It's crazy to say how we comfortably got promotion in that second half of the season. When you look at the results, if you look purely at results, it looks like we've walked it. The yeah. last the last like ten games of the season. We are better form than ball playing. If you look exactly. at the form table, we we have we. I know they won the league by about three games to go, but but 
and they, they deserved it fully. But, but you know, we are, we did it with one game to go, and I think that was testament to both teams that deservedly got promoted in the end. Um, how, how, are we, how are we choosing the goal? The goal I, think, of the I think we'll choose one. I think we'll come to the conclusion of one, but I think we'll do a poll. I think we'll get a poll out after this. VO. Attached with it. VO poll? Is this one for purely on VO? Is this going to be for those who remember it? All of these are on VO apart from Jackson's. No, that, no, that game is on it. It was the away game, wasn't it, Brady? Well, what, what we'll do is, Tom, so Tom and I will obviously choose our goal of the season here, but after we've done this, we'll set up a poll with the links to the VO, if we can, and uh, we'll, we'll put it to the club. Yeah, we'll put it to, and the viewers, to be honest, you know, we'll, we'll try and do a poll where the viewers can vote and, and then we'll comment, the, you know, the winner from the poll like the, the podcast bottom in the comment and you win a big fat nothing yeah, yeah. You, you get our respect <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for the help <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I know what I'm going to choose for the for the goal of the season for me <clears throat> for me it's between my one against Bromley Heath because I think that was the best individual goal yeah and Jack against Southfield that was the best team goal and to be honest with you... Well, you could say the best freak goal as well, and that's Connors, couldn't you? Yeah. If we're talking different types. Yeah, exactly. If, if I... And, you know, I, I genuinely... Because part of it being... When we both thought about what's the best goal of the season, and we both said the first one that came to our mind... Yeah, I am swinging towards it. I, I think was, so. It was Jacks. Against South, that we needed to... That was our 4-1 win, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a big game for us. We needed to beat them, as we did every team at that point. It was just everything, just... It fell... It was perfect. Well, yeah, I'm going to go that one. I am going to go Jack against South in the first game. Well, I would say just... And, and obviously, you'll see it on the video clips for, for those listening now. I think but, the assist made the goal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll let Jack discuss that one with you. The, no, just the, the pass, the movement, the touch, the finish, just all of it. Yeah. It just it was so fluent, such a fluent move. And it was there was so little overthinking in that. Yeah. I, I know that, that I know there's times where we've overthought things and went on the ball instead of keeping it moving, it was just dead the ball and then suddenly we're on the back foot. We with all that, knew what we wanted to do. Yeah, it we, was pass, yeah. pass, pass, touch, shoot. Like it was just so simple. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm happy to go with that. But the viewers should make the final decision. You're just hoping they choose yours against Bromley Heath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say we get Connors involved as well. Yeah, I, th I think that's the top three. I think Crummins and Bowden, to be fair to you, I think that they do come close. It, I don't think it looks good on VO though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like <laughs> I just remember the angle I saw. It. Maybe I'm romanticising it loads, but yeah. the angle I saw it. Maybe it was just an average pass and an average finish, but <laughs> from an average crumb yeah. so... <laughs> Why are we hating on crumbs so much? Yes, yeah. club captain. Of it, <laughs> he can take it. But I, I agree with, I agree with what you're trying to say with that. We there was a, a big load of nothing in that game quality wise, and that was the one bit of quality that I got produced. And it, and it got a really good goal and it actually got us back in the game and we, we fumbled it from there. We, we fumbled the bag massively. I'm, I'm happy to go with the, those three, me, Connor and Jack, for the, the goal of the season and let, let people decide, but I'm happy to go with Jack for, for my one. Yeah, so goal of the season, well done, Jack. Jack Millard, quality finish, yeah. great team goal. Beautiful. Um, to be honest, I, don't, I think we've been doing this just over an hour, but I, I think we've got one more thing to do. Uh, well, this is going to take an hour in itself, and if you were if you were Trushy and Ron, you're going to have a 45 man bench. I, I think I we haven't discussed this, 
That's true, actually. I, I don't think we're going to be too different. Thing is, last year, we I'm pretty sure we were identical last year. Yeah, I don't think we'll be identical. No, I don't think we will. I think, I think eight or nine will be the same. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Partly because, you know, <laughs> we, the last the end of the season, it was eight or nine every week. Yeah, exactly. Same. Yeah. Um, well, then, we might as well go with the team of the season. <clears throat> team of the season. I've gone Ben and Goal. I was going to say, you <laughs> I can't mention his name. Ben did play, I think it was 10 games for us. He did. I think Joe played 11 and, that, and one of those was the 30-second walk on the pitch. Yeah. He didn't walk off. Um, <laughs> but obviously we, we were waxing lyrical about Joe yeah, you know, a few minutes ago. To, he, he, helped, he helped our season massively and <laughs> despite the few instances where he made mistakes because he's not a keeper. Yeah. Like, I think that's the big thing. And if he was a keeper, it would be expected of him. But you can't hate on someone for for not performing in the position they're not naturally. Yeah, but you know he put the team first, and I think you know you got to take that into consideration as well. So I I have gone Jordan first. Yeah, I've, I've gone Jordan goal. Um, yeah, I, but for all those reasons you've just said, but he was also he was good. Like you know, there's there's no he didn't just do it jumping goal because we had nobody like he was he was another outlet wasn't he he was good right yeah he was really good I mean if you want to do it again this year yeah <laughs> well, at this rate I think you might have to yeah, yeah. Um, what goal formation are you going with I have gone 4-3 <coughs> yeah I was going to thought you were going to say something like 3-4-3 three, three or something yeah I, I do like I do like my three at the back but I think <clears> I think you can't take away how good we were with a four at the back it was it was much it was much easier to make yeah. As I said earlier, defend, defend, good defenders defend, and the good attackers crack on, isn't it? But so we've got you go. Are you going to do fullbacks first? No, I think do centre backs. Centre backs, yeah, because I think fullbacks are going to be different. Sorry, it was, it was your centre backs. I've I gone Peach and Matt. Peach and Matt. Yeah, you were Peach you and Matt. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone. I've gone you two. What have you done? Have I, you put yourself in? I have. Okay. I've put. I've put myself in H. Yeah. Um, I think H outperformed all of the back four, to be quite honest with you, especially when he came in. I think as a centre-back, the way he came in and kind of... Lovely partner to have next year, isn't it? Well, exactly. exactly. He kind of came in with that calm-headed presence and yeah. he's quick, he's strong, he's good in the air. Um, he, he just had everything. He had everything, to be honest with you. Good pace as well, as well, you know, recovery. <clears throat> uh, you couldn't fault his impact at, at, in the first team and at the club. And yeah, for the reserves as well, he did so well. You know, it, I didn't think Cliffy made a Trutch's team. He yeah, played like five games, but I think he made runs with Trutch's team. Yeah. Um, and that just shows how, how, how much of an impact he had at the club and, and on the team. So, yeah, I think... Oh, go on, then. Let's, let's go. What do you want to do, left back, right back? Well, no, I need to justify why I put myself in. Oh, place. yeah, well, go on, then, yeah. <coughs> <laughs> I mean... I don't did he get wrong. injured long he did? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was there because no, everyone else got injured. Yeah. Um, no, in terms of a season, it's probably not It's not my best by any stretch, especially that first half being being a part of the defence that was conceding. And, you know, you look at yourself, you tend to look at yourself a lot. I think it would be good to mention, actually, just before we crack on, is, you know, this is the first year me and Matt have had to question... Our place in the squad. Our place in the squads. You know, we, we both had a bit of a rut at different times and as player managers it's very tough to you know when you when you when you know what's best to do but obviously you know what you can do as a player as well it makes it very tough to to make those decisions really and, and we did actually make them throughout the season 
I, I know I did put myself bench against Ryden's high, and then Alex Cotillo got COVID two days before the game, so I, I came back in. And then there was also, you were benched for Almondsbury. Was benched for Almondsbury, yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to play against Paul Crane <clears throat> so, so, until someone dropped out. Yeah. Last minute. There was, and obviously that's, that's a lot of, that's what people don't see. Yeah, they, they you know they say oh well you know you have bench yourself all season like I bench myself plenty of times it just provisionally wasn't it yeah and it, and it never ended up going ahead because of COVID or whatever reasons and, and that's that you can say I, I got lucky with that and I did but also <coughs> you know it was in the end it worked out okay and I think it was the same for you really you know there was there was times where if H was maybe in at the start of the season maybe you would have. Long, Longley was performing better than I was at the start yeah, of the season. I, I'd agree with that, and I think, and I think Yemi, Yemi was very good one game. I, I, I know he won't, you know, mind us saying this, but he went very good one game, outstanding. Like Redbridge, you and him, yeah. in fact, were outstanding. That was our first win in about six games, and then he, then he wasn't available the week after, if I remember. He was, he was in Austria or something. I think um, you had Longley with you, didn't you? Yeah. But, and and that consistency, it, it does it does make a huge difference because even though Yemi had an outstanding game, it doesn't mean when he's back from holiday or wherever he went, it means he walked back in because it shouldn't. Well, we had to find that balance, didn't we? We did, and and you know again against Redbridge after the new year, he was outstanding, but then he gave away the penalty, and it you know a little bit sour on that because. It was a harsh penalty in my opinion, but mm. you know, a penalty is a penalty, and, and it nearly cost us a, a result. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's just little things like that, really. I um, think I think it was the broad playing game that I think my position was questioned most. Yeah, you I remember. Penalty, I remember saying in, in the manager's chat, I was it was a long conversation about, you know, do we do I take myself out? Like, do yeah. I do I give a chance to to someone else when if there's someone available and. From what I remember, that was what was going to happen, and then that person wasn't available, or yeah. there was there was something because I wasn't meant to start the next game. Yeah, I think we I think we ended up pushing along into the middle because of it, didn't we? Um, mm. But you know, and I, as I said, I think it's just good to mention the fact that you know, even though Matt's in the squad, everybody's probably thinking, oh, you know, they're going to pick themselves or whatnot. Like this season hasn't been plain sailing from a managerial point of view, but also being a, being a individually player. as a player. And and it's something that we've had to try and balance out. And in the end, obviously, it's worked out quite well. But you know, more well, it's easier for me to say because my competition, both one's got injured for a year and the other one injured his hand, so was out for quite a while anyway. So if they had been playing, would I be in there? Yeah, and as I said, you if know, was there from the start of the season, I think it would have been a different story. It, it definitely, it definitely yeah. is worth is worth thinking about. But it's only going to make you make us better managers, but also players. From from a personal standpoint, you just had to you had to play on, yeah. despite you know hearing certain things or thinking certain things. You need to just play your game, yeah. and that's what I did. And that's you know having having H next to me as well. It was it was good to build a partnership with him. I have a good partnership with with Longley as well. And and you know when when they when Longley and Yemi got injured, I was thinking you know what do we do? Do we then take me out as well and just have yeah. a brand new back two? At that point in the Cal, season, Cal was doing well in the reserves. As he, well, was, he? he was, he was. <clears throat> all these decisions we had to make, and what we went with in the end has benefited us and benefited the first team. Yeah. But, it, but we did, um, we did very much contemplate <clears throat> not 
season. But anyway, we'll get on that's another hour. Yeah. So, fullbacks, go on. Ooh, right. So, this is tough because I'm going to say the first player. I'm not going to say where I've put him yet. It'd be, it'd be good to mention, I think you said earlier as well, that <clears throat> we had a very consistent nine players every game. Fullbacks are fullbacks the ones that we didn't. <laughs> oh, it was every week <clears throat> changed. We had we had five or six fullbacks throughout the season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All did amazing when they came in, but they were never available each week. So no. we had to change it every week. Go on, give me but a I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say one name, I'm not gonna tell you where I put him yet. It was uh, Nathan Sussex. Yeah, cool, because <laughs> Sussex uh, <laughs> He could be either. Oh, he's, he's just man. he does right back, he does left back. Um he does any, to but, be honest. I he was if he was available all season. He, he would have been up there, very, very <coughs> up there with managers, player. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, Sussex, you haven't won it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was outstanding when he did play. Just didn't it play just, he just loves going down to Devon. Like, yeah, what's right, in what's Devon? Like, there? <laughs> They're all from Devon as well. <laughs> just Alex. get your family to come up or go down yeah, after football. Like, go on Sunday, man. This oh. is why you haven't won managers, because yeah, yeah, you love Devon too much. <laughs> Um and well so so I've got I've got Sussex in my team. Yep. Is he right or left for you? He's, he's left. He's right for me. Oh, we got different. We got different. Who have you? Well, I keep put Sibley. I've got Sibley left. Yo, right. that's big. I know. I think he's made all three teams of the season. Then in well for you, he has. He hasn't made more. Well, no, no. It's in, it's in four for the managers. Yeah. yeah. God, you picked Sibley. I, he played like four, didn't he? So Sibley played five. Oh. Cully played four. Month have played like three. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone mad. I've gone. I haven't picked any of them. You haven't. No, I went Longley. Put Longley right back. Yeah, I put Longley right back. And the reason I put him right back is because of how many games he did play for the club. This, this is, this was my issue. He played a le- out of all the <clears> centre backs. <throat> he played. Obviously, you played every game, but he played the second most. Obviously, HN, I think he played about ten, nine, ten. Yeah, I think Longley played eleven or twelve. And for me, he did a job at centre back, right back, and CDM when he had when he had to. Um, his injury hampered him big time, and I found it so hard to leave him out. To be honest, because he was a, he played he played like Sibley was outstanding. I think he's got hundred percent win ratio. In the yeah. First team. yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets us know that. Yeah, well. every single time. But he I, wasn't there from a first team. He was obviously here from the start. I, I can see I can see why you picked Longley. Whether um, I did that in a game is different. <laughs> but, well, this is what I mean. I've gone for... You've gone very match-related. Match if we're playing Broad playing next week, based on form... Longley played right back against Broad playing. I'm just saying. Well, just saying. Yeah, well, no, it started with a free at the back, wasn't it? We did, and then, yeah, and then Sharky could pack it, so we yeah. to um, But with, like, I, I, I picked Sibley just because... That's a good pick. He's, he's exactly what we wanted. He, he exemplified... What we wanted from a, you know, a, from a club point of view, really. Yeah, like you're doing outstanding in the Colts, you move up. You're doing outstanding in the reserves, you move up. And he typified it, didn't he? That was uh, he, he did, and it it was such a it was good to see, and it wasn't an easy run of games that he came into by no, any stretch. Yeah, the tough one. He came in the, the the back end of the he had the double south lead. <clears throat> he had Brom, Bromley Heath, Heath Almondsbury. On 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 Lynn's stats, he's played five. Give me another. So game. unless Lynn's lying, and we couldn't possibly say that. Tell me right now. Did he play any Bauer? No, he didn't play. Nope. 
I'm telling you right now, <clears> he, did, he didn't play Rex Ball play. I know that. Oh, he played, what do you say, Mangoes? Almondsbury. So Bro- Bromley Heath, Almondsbury. Oh, yeah, we missed Mangoes. So yeah, yeah, exactly. He did play. But Lynn's right, as usual. As usual. <laughs> um, just the way he came in, and those were technically our most important games of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> they, those are the games we needed to secure promotion. Yeah. And for him to come into the first team, and he says he's not a full fitness. I think I spoke about this with Hoops on the... Um, no, he, no, he, he did. He, he, he'll always... He, he thinks he's not fit as he could be. Yeah, he, you know, he, he didn't like people calling him fat, but... No, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> but um, he's, a, he's just an absolute warrior. Yeah, I, as a winger, I, I don't really want to come up against him because... He's going to hit you. Yeah. It'll not, not as in he's going to smack you, as in he's going to no, go into just, the tackle hard, win yeah. the ball and walk up as if nothing happened. Exactly. And, and that's a winger's worst nightmare. And if you can get in there early, you know, from a managerial point of view, if, you, you know, if, if, you're, if your fullback can let them, you know, let them know you're there, they ain't going to want it for the rest of the game. And, and that's ideal, really. Like, you know, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. However, However, what I will say, I think Sussex played better at left back. Exactly. That that's my that's, that, my... that's not. I'm not comparing Sussex <clears throat> to Sibley. No, but I want both. <laughs> both left back. Yeah. But I did like Sussex left back a lot. I I liked him more left back than I did right back. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, maybe I can put H right back, Sussex and me centre backs, and Sibley left back if I need to change it about. <laughs> but with yeah, he I, was I... outstanding. Like even that ball playing game. Before he, he had that injuries, then he towards the end of the season, but he came in for the ball play. He was outstanding in the back three because he went to a back three, and then when we went back to a back four, he, him, and H were a very good partnership actually. Yeah. So if he didn't go to Devon every other weekend, then maybe if he, actually, he could have challenged you as well. Um, if he actually prioritised football, yeah. <laughs> then you know we might yeah. be talking something interesting. Else. But no, I know I've kept my boy. I've kept the Tom in there because I uh, I like him. Well, that's all right then. I'm yeah. glad you liked it. I like him too, but <laughs> I like him. I, I'm interested about this next six, I'll tell you that, because Well, I, I reckon <laughs> I reckon five of them are set. Five, you think? So have you gone with a two and a one or a one and two? Well, I mean I've got <clears> one and a two, but to be honest, it's actually two and a one. I've gone with Dibble. Yeah, I've gone with Dibble. So, so I've gone and I've gone with Crummins. You're not smart. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't do crummings like that. No, it's mad. No, you've got I've got crummings to yeah, good. <laughs> now I know we slated a lot on this podcast. <laughs> but this is this is the this is the issue we faced uh, during the season is we've missed out, you know, Connor Collins there. Who, from, from that too, yeah. Definitely. From that too, who you know, come the start of the season, he actually played centre back for us, didn't he? Because he was he yeah. was having he had a little injury, but we wanted to ease him back in. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he was injured again. Also, there was that little spell where Crummins was bench against Bill Bell. And the midfield... We'll get, actually, I'll tell you what. Let me explain that story in a second. Yeah. Going back to Crummins, he had to work for it this year. But and he knows he did. Yeah. And even, I think, it was conversations we were, we were having with, with, with Connor. We were saying, we want you in this team. But it's the same thing with... Um, we were going through with Alex Fatio and Bowden. You know, it's... You, you, if you drop out, if you're injured, we have to, we have to get players in who can play to the same standard. And <clears throat> and Crummins turned it on. Yeah, second half of the season, he was, he was on. And and Crummins 
Crommins had a tough first half of the season because he had a different three in the middle of them every week. Yeah. It was me and Sol for most of it. And it just didn't work because we were all quite fluid trying to go forward. And to be honest, there was times when I was like, it's working. And there was other times when it wasn't. But but he had it tough. And just quickly, yeah, who have you gone for Cameron? You've got, you got Sol? Sol, yeah. Yeah, Sol. 100% Sol. So that Bill Bow game, the midfield was Dibble. Connor and Alex was here. And that game, all three of them were outstanding. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. I remember coming out of that game thinking, if those three stay fit, and that's just, that would be the same three for the rest of the season. Which would have meant Crummins and Solomon, who's now made my two, both of our teams of the season, yeah. wouldn't have got a look in. The way it's gone is Connor and Alex have now not made it. Connor's a different bench. That's just what I mean. Anyway. <laughs> um, you know, those two didn't make it. And I think that just shows the strength and depth of the squad and, and how hard Crummins and Sol worked to get back in. But then when they did get back in, they, they stayed and they made it count. And do you know what's wild as well? I think it was a season or two ago, we were worried about the, the legs of our midfield. We were worried about the speed. There were times yeah, where we quite, were thinking, oh, they're slow, aren't they? Yeah. It's, it's not a quick midfield by any stretch, but the, you know, the the... the Football intelligence is that you don't yeah. need to you don't need to move. You need to make the ball work for you. And those are players that are silky with mm. the ball at their feet. They're nice and agile, nice and quick. You know, with their thinking, with their movement. Apart from Crumbs, you've got Yeah, he's got one good pass in the memory. <laughs> of him, you know, but he got, I remember he got man on the match. Like I think it was twice in in a few weeks or something. All three of them did it. If I remember, <clears> there was a spell where it was just, it was just them three winning man of the match every week. You know what I mean? Like. It just, it just, the games were won in the middle of the park, and those three were the middle of the park players. And, and it was good to see how they all turned it on. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dibble kind of made it, Dibble did cement his place. Yeah, I think he did. I think when we did speak about, especially when Crummins was away for a few weeks every now and again, it was who's going to part the Dibble? Yeah, it was never, it was never the other way around, to be fair to him. Um, he came in and he solidified that midfield, but also he put his stamp on it. When Dibble didn't play or when he came off because of injuries or whatever, you or went right back. <laughs> uh, you could you could tell. tell there was a bit of a gap in that middle. Um, that being said, I reckon you know Connor's missed out here, but yeah, we could fill out. He yeah. he had he was hampered by injury, and then towards the end of the season, he started going away with his misses. Oh mate, he's doing a sausage. So like, oh, might as well go down to Devon. Trust me, like you could go on a couple's retreat or something. Yeah, I'm not happy then. But Crummins did, but it fell on the wrong day. Yeah, <laughs> so got, it was like right, right day for him, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, but yeah, those three were outstanding the, the second half of the season. Soul is insane. I don't think we've spoken enough about Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, he was he was different gravy. Something like that. I, I, we know we know Sullivan's different gravy. But he was different, different. But it was almost like last season and the season before, we're looking at him thinking, right, when are you going to kick on? Like, you are such that, a good player. That's, that's what I mean. It didn't work for him first half of the season. We were, we were, we were dropping him. We were dropping me, Sullivan, Crummins, because it just wasn't working. But then they found this, the way the middle worked. And it did end up, to be fair, it did end up with two sixes and a 10, didn't it, in that middle? Pretty much. Because, because Crummins just held <clears throat> when Sullivan went forward. Did join the attack, but also obviously was intelligent and smart about it. But Sol just he tore teams apart. Southmead, 
He was dropping people. He yeah. was sending keepers. He he barely he shot. He shot before. No, he he dummied a shot and dropped the keeper. To then Topo. To then Topo get in the net. What, what? It's taking them taking them bit. Yeah, but that was like first first minute. First that? minute of, a, of, <clears throat> of one of the most important games of the season. He just drops the keeper to his knees and then just toe picks it in. This was his season that he kicked on. This was, yeah. this was the season we were hoping. Yeah, you know, and it's going to have been amazing if it happened at the first half of the season. But the way the season turned out, I'm happy it, it got turned on at some point, and it did. Um, but yeah, as you said, Connor Alex couldn't get sniff because they were just so good and we were winning. And, and as we said, we can't change a winning team unless we think it's for the better of the team. Yeah. And we, we didn't think it was. <clears throat> and they backed it every single week. Um, I know to finish the season, we mixed it around a bit. Dibble got injured, didn't he? Yeah, it was um, good timing from, from that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like Chuck Kempson partnered Crummers in that middle. I think Alex was here in the final game of the season. And we, we obviously, we we were allowed to mix it up. Connor probably would have got a game, but, you know, go away with the misses again. <laughs> Fortnightly, holiday. Yeah. But to be <clears> honest, yeah, those, those three were. I'll tell you what, actually. To mention to Connor to be fair, we actually did change it towards the end of the season. Because Crummins was away for one of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Con played in um the South, South Mead. Mead. It was the South Mead, wasn't it? But that, that shows that we have the different players available for yeah. different games. And we did pick that based on previous games at South Mead. And it um, worked for us. It worked again, you know. We won 2 0. Yeah. Like solid, solid game. Professional performance that was. Um so yeah, fair play to all those midfielders because it's tough getting on that team and and it just it just needs to strengthen. The other one is Sharky as well. Like, but we still don't know where he where his best position is yet and how he fits in. Yeah. He's not left back though, we know that. Anyway, front three. I mean yeah, I think this is the easiest, genuinely. Yeah. It's got to be the front three for really like finish the season, I think. I think you, you put Jack on the right, you put you on the left, and you put you put Kim up top. Yeah, you know same me. I mean, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking Last year, I'd, I'd be telling myself, why have you put Jack on the right? Why are you on the left? Why, why am I on the left? But it just worked. Having a striker, you know, the new jaw. Uh, the, uh, the, the number nine. Number nine. Having a number nine that, that did just stay up top and was a poacher and linked, linked the, the midfield to attack and had a very good relationship with Sol as well. I think that needs to... I just want before it's we understated on, really, isn't it? Yeah, we, I watched the highlights of the Mangotsfield game, and those two were <clears> they're just assets each other for a bit of fun at times. Like you know, a few dummies, a little sweaty goal to make it three-one, and and that front four, but especially the three, it just worked. Me and Jack were so direct; we just ran down the line a bit, and you know, when we did come inside, they didn't know what to do because we was. We were so used to going down the outside, and which is weird. Which is, I'm trying to think, what game was it that we changed it? Because I remember for I think it was Bill, so I remember, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because we wanted we wanted Kim to really expose them by being poacher. Yeah, but it was very the the, the 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 way we wanted to play was get to the byline. Sort of, well, get we we knew we had the pace on them from the previous game, but it was it was get that ball to the byline and, and get those balls in the box. And having a left footer on the left, just whipping it in, and the right foot on the right, whipping it in. Which proved that, that, you know, you can still do, you can still cut in and yeah. shoot. You can still do what you need to do, which is what you did. 
you think of the, the Bromley Heath goal, I don't think, were you even playing left wing that game? Because it was when you scored that, when you dribbled through players <clears throat> and no, hit it across goal, you, you, you scored quite a few like that. Yeah, but when, that, that's what I mean. This season for me was... was the same I with Jack, Jack being able yeah. to hit, hit across goal, we, you know? We actually ended up being quite... We were a narrow front three, but what that allowed was if we did go on our stronger foot, we weren't, we weren't far away from the goal. We were still... Or the other winger was running in, the yeah, same with Kim. It was, it was... I remember a lot of my goals came from, like, middle left of the box. Yeah. So I still had an angle to shoot left or right corner, whereas if we were really wide and touched on by the byline, you know, we, we obviously wouldn't be able to shoot from there. Um, so we were quite narrow. And I, th- I think when you... When you play inverted wingers, you, you kind of take away from the running down the line and whipping it in type deal. Yeah. Like you can't do you that can't as much. That unless you've got two foot <clears throat> like Ned. You you can't like being able to run down the line and whip it in. <clears throat> if you're on your if you're right footed and you're on the right side, it's what you can do. But you can also hit across goal yeah. to shoot as well on that side. Whereas you've got, you've got more control in what, what you do really. And I think that's something that we realised because every season we've been at Westis, we've said, right, stick you on the right. Stick have you cut in, have Jack or whoever else on the left cutting in. Yeah, but that limits us. It got it did get predictable to be fair. Um, and obviously it's, it it still worked, but I did. I I liked it on the left, which was surprising. I didn't think I would. Jack was playing. I remembered Jack was playing so so well on the right hand side. That I had to go left. It wasn't like I'll go back to the right now. Yeah. It was like Jack's performing and beating his man every single time. I'm gonna to have to stay left because I think I think one thing has been understated, and what we haven't, what we've seen more this season is Jack's delivery. Yeah, with from from the right we've side, got a lot of assists from crosses, and I think that's something that's, that goes it goes under it goes under the radar because when you really think about it, the way that he's kind of his deliveries from set pieces, and you know, you know when he's on when he's running down the right wing under pressure, it was it was on the money. Quite a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's how he gets. And those... when it was that he got frustrated with himself, and <clears throat> that just showed how how much he expected from himself that second half of the season. Um, don't get me wrong. There's times where he gets frustrated, and he needs to understand. You know, it happens. Whatever situation he's in, you can't be perfect every time. Yeah, it's about how you react to that. However, he was immense in that crossing department. But as we said, you know, he got 19 goals and assists. And he's crossing it into a striker who just wanted to, wanted to stick his toe on it yeah. every time. Loves it. And had you waiting kind of back post. And then he went sole. Yeah. Edge of the box, clearing up anything else. And that front four was just, it was unplayable. Okay. Which is why Alex and Luke Bowden and, and these other lads, they struggled to get in. And it's a shame, but also it just works so well. You can't, you can't change that. You can't, you can't, and it's, it's of course from an individual that's that's not getting the game time they want and also deserve. If it is working, it, to be fair to the lads, they understood it. You know, there wasn't one player saying, "Well, I deserve game time," because the boys that were playing were backing it up with their performances. It was like. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll wait my time or I'll go to the reserves and, and get some minutes there. And they did. And it's what we want, really. We want we want three teams, first team quality, to be playing for all three teams, really. Because when we need to call upon one of these players, you know, if Jordan ends up outfield next year, 
there's going to be competition for, for Kim, for Oli, for, for three top quality strikers to, to fit into one position. Or we, you know, they make us, they, they perform so well, they make us adapt to a two up top or something. But you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what we want. We want that competition. Again, Sharky <clears throat> can play wide, could probably play up top, can play in that middle. He hasn't made my start 11, but he's definitely good enough to, to play a first team front three. Yeah. Um, or in that middle as well. And I think, I think next season will be quite telling of, of Sharky. If, if he gets, he really sorts his injury out and he's ready, I think it just adds another dimension for, our, for that front four. I think so. I think so. He, he was a mentor in game one against Southland as well. He, he, he won the battle. That fight in that middle, which was big on that four pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you won everything. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But we're excited about next season already. Um, wanted to get going straight away, to be honest. But Especially after playing the, the eight sides in the GFA tournaments. Yeah, it's yeah. getting you back in the mood for it already. Getting back in the mood. Um, and obviously, all the changes we've got at the club, which we'll come on to <clears throat> towards the end of this podcast. Yeah, but have you done a bench then? I have, I have. I've, I've made a, I've made a bench. Someone that I love. Are we doing three on the bench? I, I've got three. We're not, we're not doing the five, the five man bench rules Jesus, just yet. This is stupid. But this is, this is. I've gone on these lads. How they've impacted our season. You've gone longly on the bench. Sure. <clears throat> I've gone longly on the bench. He's got on my bench. You like him enough. Then. I do, I do. He's 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 got a, he's got a belly on him now, but he's um yeah, a, a fond place in my heart. Um, so I've done the opposite there. So I've done Sibley on my bench. So you got Sibley bench and you're he starting. Gives on. that option then. <coughs> yeah. Left back and I'm putting Sussex right back or, or whatever. I like that. Sibley, we've got a full back slash centre back on the bench. Yeah. This is tough. My. God. But the, the more we've spoken about it, the more I uh, I agree. Have you changed your foot? I I did tweak it. I did tweak it. I tweaked only because when I think about who's impacted the squad. I'm changing the right now. Yeah. <laughs> when I think about who's impacted the squad, in like that's that means more to me than playing more games. And yeah. if you see what I mean, Connor Collins is on my bench. Yeah, he's on mine. I've just changed my last one. It, it would be it would be wrong to not because he we selected him for the games that we we knew that he could perform and he did. And he did, yeah. Um, and then he only just missed out to Crummins, in my in my opinion. He only just did. If he was around, didn't go to to Greece or Marbella or Ibiza, whoever misses every week, then you know. Yeah, and and obviously the injuries, you know, and injuries as well, of course. He, I won't lie to you if he didn't get injured in the season, if he wasn't so old, yeah, he would have. He probably would have lost his place in the first, in the first place. Anyway, it would, it so. would have made it harder for others to come in. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think Connor. Jeez, Who, who's your third then? I've gone with Alex Fatia. I've changed it to Alex Fatia. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know it was Alex Fatia. No, no, I didn't. But I, the more I was talking about, it, but the reason is because Bowden's leaving, left. He, yeah, left. So uh, you know, I, I, was, I, I can't I, say the words I want to say, but you know. <laughs> happy, happy, happy new season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I... but just when Alex came in, it was a breath of fresh air, really. It, yeah. I think he spurred Soul up as Agreed. much as Soul did him. And I don't think we'll hear as much about that because Soul's not a big talk to bless him. But, you know, they're competitive, but they're, they're also not 
they're not rivals. No, no. You know, they're not against each other. Not like you've got my position. They, they, they want each other to succeed. They're, they're res- yeah, they're respectful. And, and I fully agree with Alex. Definitely. So, Sol had his place in doubt at one point in the season. And when Alex got COVID, it was bad luck. It, it happened to, to plenty of players this season. But the moment that did happen to Alex, Sol took that by the scruff of his, you know, it's scruff of the net, really. Yeah, he took away scruff of the net, and he and he just he set it alight. He absolutely set it alight. I I haven't seen many better individual performances in the second half season than what Saul got, got on. He wasn't bad in the first half season. It just didn't click. It just it wasn't his. No, it wasn't his level. It wasn't the level that we knew we could play at. Yeah, and that goes for half. That goes for the majority of the team. Yeah. I think I think Alex. <clears throat> things with Alex is obviously because of that he actually barely played. And and we had more conversations with him saying, you know, we want you to play if you want. We want you to get minutes, but also we know how talented you are and how much you can impact the first team, even if it is from the bench. Yeah. We wanted him to get minutes to go to the reserves him, and get him, 70, 80 minutes. Him and Bowden had sacrificed themselves this season for the good of the first team, and it it meant they didn't they weren't it, as fit. Yeah, it's meant it's very selfish. And when they did get a chance, it meant they weren't fully match fit. So they only got about 60 minutes before getting, you know, taken off. But I, I literally have, to be fair, that 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 squad there, you know, Sharky's not made my bench. If, if he didn't have hamstrings made of cheese, I think it'd be different. Yeah. But I need to see, I, I don't need, I need to see more from him. But I need him to... Cully. Yeah. Who we didn't even get mentioned to. He, 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 I was thinking about it, but then he's, he only played four times for us. You believe that? Four times. Like that, that's what I mean. Like Longley was up there with what 10, 11 games, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and with you know, Carly only played the four because he was, you know, he was away. He, he, he was away for a few weeks, wasn't he? But but every <clears> time <throat> he played, it was the Cully of old. It was, just, it was it's like he hadn't been away. Yeah, it was every time eight, eight out of ten performance. And and Bowden got shafted a bit towards the end of the season because he played that game against Southmead at right back when he came on for Sussex. Yeah. Man of the match performance. He obviously, he's not a right back. I don't care if he says he is as well. Nope. And and what that meant was was he had to you know we, we made a decision to, to bring Cully back into the fold. And that was that was with him not playing for about I think it was about three weeks. I think I think he went to America for three weeks. And we made a, a difficult decision to not put a square peg in a round hole and bring Cully straight back into the fold. And we, we put the good of the team first, really, didn't we? And, it, it, yeah. it, and like you said, it shafted Bowden. And hindsight is a lovely thing because Bowden could have played that game and we would have still won. No disrespect, but I think we would have. Yeah. But we obviously couldn't take that risk and it was in a, a promotion game. It was, you know... I'm trying to think of a good example, but it's like, I don't know. I was going to say Ronaldo <laughs> coming in for a final, but one, United don't get to finals, and two, yeah, true. Two, Bowden, unfortunately, you're not Ronaldo either. So, definitely not now he's left. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't fair on him, no, it but wasn't. it was the best decision for the team. And again, it was backed up by the result. And, it, you know, that's, that's, for a player who's who's on the bench not getting game time, it's like the worst, best, best worst thing. They don't want the team to lose. They want they want to play. Because he he contributed to the team winning. He 
Massive. Everyone on that bench every week came on and they contributed to a winning team. Massively. So he, yeah. it's not like we're leaving him out, giving him two minutes at the end and he's doing nothing. He would come on. He'd get a good 30 minutes. It would be max, max 30, I'd say-ish. But, you know, it wasn't what he wanted. No, of course not. He wanted, he wanted to play every week. And he knows he's good enough and that's the reason he's left. It's because He knows that he's got the ability to play at that level. From a from the starting point, and, and we, obviously we wish him the best of luck. Hopefully yeah, well, he doesn't all, start and he comes back. <laughs> all um, joking aside, we want him to perform well, but he always knows that the doors open. Yeah, 100%. back here. But but for me, Alex and Bowden were the that was the tough one for me. But I did actually put Alex and Justin there. But that that was the, that was the decisions we were making each week, and that's how hard these boys made our job. Because if they were all available like they were to be towards the end of the season, yeah, that was our issue. Was we're going to be dropping someone to the reserves? So that's what we want. That's what we wanted. That's what we wanted for years, for absolute years. But now it's happened. We don't. We expect nothing less from these lads. It has to be the same. You know, as we said, if Joel comes outfield and we get a goalkeeper in, um, you know, to to give Liam competition, then Joel's an outfield player and a first team proven player. Up top, and that means either him or or Kim will, will be bench slash reserves, giving Ollie competition. Nathan Price as well, you know. As much as we talk about Sol and, and Alex for that cam position, Nate Price is a is a unbelievable. A diamond, isn't it? What a find he's been. Yeah, he's an unbelievable player for the for the for the club, and and every time he's come to the first team, I've liked him, I've loved him. Good character as well, a bit weird, but loves his Carly. Yeah. Yeah, weird, weird guy. But on a real what <laughs> what a player, like yeah, offers something different as well to Alex and so on. So that's that's the main thing. It's having if we had all the same wingers and attackers and defenders, then we wouldn't get we wouldn't get anywhere. But the fact everyone's so different, you look at all those players that we talked about today, I don't even think you could say one of them is the same as the other. No, not 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 at all. Everybody's different, um, and they all offer something different. And that's that's what you want in a team. You don't want you know the same eleven. You want someone to impact it a different way. Otherwise, you might as well keep the same player on. But that was tough, to be fair. But we actually did end up with. I talked. I literally said it out of fourteen. I said at the beginning. I said the um the defenders, the the fullbacks were going to be the ones that we weren't going to get. And it was, yeah, and it was. But everything else, so I'd say that's a success, really. I think so, yeah. And to be honest, you know, that, that fullback, as we said, that fullback thing was every week we had to decide the fullbacks that the rest sort of did pick itself. Um, so, yeah, <coughs> but I, I would like to say that that team isn't going to start the season next year unless they perform amazingly in pre season. You know, it's a clean slate for, for everyone, but no one's, no one's entitled. No one's entitled to spot. No, you know, if Nathan Price has a better preseason than so on Alex, he will get the, the nod. Just because um, just you've got top goal scorer. Yeah. If, if there's a winger that comes in and sets it alight and same when Jack kicks on and does better than you. Yeah. It's it's as simple as that. We're, we're not, we can look at what we know, classic Southgate attitude, you know, go with what you know, but <laughs> we're, we're big on, we're big on form. We're big on how you can yeah. kick the, Keep, you know, get the first team if, to the if, next level. If your form is is outstanding, we want people to continue that into the season. You know, it's, 
there is there is as you said there's a fine line between what we know and, and maybe what's right but that's something again putting connor in the field that's what we know yeah because and it, it, it wasn't it, right because Brummings was starting every week and, and did nothing to lose his position in that team but what was right was to bring Connor because he, he offers a different dimension, a different way of playing. And he justified it. And, and then Crumman's yeah, got the ball next week. So, so yeah, it's as I said, every player needs to know it's a clean slate. It has to be. It's only fair. It's only right. And players, we, we, we haven't even mentioned like Kempson, Debo, Toby, and players like that. Like Players who have Munther, performed, you know? they've performed in, in other teams. And they've only had glimpses of first team. And I think that's okay because I think they're going to kick on yeah. next season. And, and again, we go back to what we just said. It, these players are so different. Debo, we haven't got a midfielder like Debo at this club. Like, no. Literally, Patrick Vieira, different gravy. We haven't got that type of player in that middle. If he has a very good pre-season, he could very well be starting in that middle. It's... It's an open, it's an open invitation to anyone, and it, we want our jobs to be difficult when it comes to in the best way. Like we want the, the best headaches, you know. Hundred um, percent. So yeah, that's all we ask from you know everyone. It, again, it could be going sort of back to the Colts. It could be Cam Bryce. You know, it could be um, Luca, Sam Holland, players that that have been mainly Colts this season, but are good enough we know to, you know to hit reserves and first team level. Could be big Steph. Big step. He has, yeah. a, he has a blind in preseason. He's, he's, well. he's, not, he's not retiring just yet. Yeah. We've got six two more players to get touched. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, all these players that are, we want these players to be one reliable when called upon, but two, if you're pushing first team, this is the preseason to do it. This is the highest the first team we've ever been. In Prem one, you know, one division off county, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. You know, that is credit to yeah, we can toot our own trumpets for that. <laughs> but clean slate next season, if we get smacked back down, then it's yeah, then a massive yeah. bump. Yeah, maybe we'll dip. But, um, but yeah, it's a clean slate and we want we, we want to be... Well, well, we'll probably come on to that now. Well, you, fans, say, you, say, you say it's a clean slate. It's a clean slate for That's, the other no. two teams because both the reserves and the Colts yeah. have got new management after the, the departure of Trutch and, uh, and Ron as... They've gone to their new club. Yeah. You know, it was it was shock. It was a shock for us to hear. I did think Trutch was having me on at the beginning. <laughs> I was literally sat there open mouth for about five minutes. Uh, um, but you know, Trutch has gone. They've they've seen it, they've got a bigger, a bigger challenge given to them. And they they take it. Yeah, a new challenge and and something that you know the club don't hold against them. They are <laughs> God, I wish I could swear. Yeah. Um <laughs> They're not very nice people <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. Not very smart. Actually, that's a lie. They could thrive at this new job. And they, they hope they, they do. But if they don't, they want to come back, they're more than welcome. But we don't know what they think. Yeah. We've got new management, as we said. Yeah, you know, and Hooper did an amazing <laughs> job in that Colts team and deserves that, that reserve job. Obviously, yeah. Fully. Being that being that reserve manager, it's not easy. But we're confident in, in Hoops, in what we saw in his, his season with the Colts. That he's got the club at heart. He knows what the club expects. And yeah, and it will be different. It won't be <clears> the same type of management. I don't think. You know, Hoops has got his own way of managing the team. Even though he's good mates with Trutch, it's you know it's a different way of managing. And and I think the players will will like that. You know, it's a fresh, 
a fresh start. You know, when Trachi going has, has made a few other players leave that have been successful at this club, which is a shame. But that, that's that's standard. Like, but that's, it's football, isn't it? That's that's what happens. You go with yeah. You want to play with people that you know and that you must you get the best out of you. Yeah, and and it has the opposite effect. And players that didn't maybe get along with Trutch, licking their lips. He's the best winger in the polls. He, he is. I mean, he's first team winger. Well, right back on it. Right back on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Colin. Um, but in terms of Colts, we talk about Colts as well. You've got. Alex Benham and Sean Sabanda stepping up to... Uh, yeah, madness, madness. I mean, the mo- the two most likeable characters at the club, I'd probably say. Longest serving players at the club as well. I know Sean had a bit of a gap between his between his stay. Um, he was at Wessex before me and you were. Yeah, And true. then he, he joined a, a few seasons before. And Alex, Alex on paper is the longest serving. We have to get the uh, his... The amount of time, the amount of time to the date that he's actually been at Wessex. Yeah, we do. He, I think, I think Alex Burnham's been at Wessex for a, a year longer than me. And that's what seven, eight. Seven, eight, nine, seven. I think that's nine now. I think it's been the ninth season. Six, I was here when I was fifteen, but only played when I was sixteen. On oh, Mark, this is the ninth season. Yeah. So nine. So he's been at ten years now. I think Alex. His tenth season. He's been all about the place, then, really, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, and he's, you know, he's, he's deserved this to be fair to him. Is the way he spoke about the job when he wanted, you know, when we gave him the interview was was very good. Better than better than better than we thought he would. Yeah, and that's credit to him because, you know, he's such a lovable guy. You think he's a big teddy bear that loves KFC and and she does in Red Bull. Yeah, but that's the pre-match thing for everybody. <laughs> when it came to actually asking these questions, it was like a, a side to him that we hadn't maybe yeah. seen much of came out. Yeah, fully agree, and 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 that was it was good to see, and and he, him and Sean are fully deserving of that joint managerial spot. Um, and I think the communication <clears throat> between us managers next year will be potentially even better because we're, we're used to three teams now. We know what it's about. We know the players we've got involved. And I think, you know, just like this season, we, we always try and support each other. And I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for it, to be honest. You know, we've got the new general manager as well, Jake Walsh. Yeah, he's coming, adding to the committee from experience yeah. and a different different mindset yeah. coming from a different club. 100%. <coughs> and that, that, that for us would just, it, it expands the, as you said, the committee. But, but he's, he's an outsider coming in. And I think what that would do is bring... A bit of you know fresh, fresh life into it really as well. Um, and he, and he obviously he's, he's got connections to a few players. You know, he get he gave us Ed Ed Barnett mid season. Um, he got a goal or two, didn't he? Got a goal or two, and there was another who oh, was just down my ass. There's another reserve player, the right back, Jack Pengelly. Jack Pengelly, that's the one. Brought him in as well. Um, but he's back home now in Somerset. I think. Um, but anyway, in terms of you know. Those positions, we might as well go over the fact that we need that we're recruiting for all, in all areas. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, hopefully we'll be getting this out in the next couple of days. So, so we're still recruiting for that social media secretary. Um, if people are still listening to this, yeah, two hours. Yeah, um, we, we are looking for for people to to get that role. It's not as bad as people think it is. However, you know, just like our job is voluntary. Um, 
month eight. That for is now. two. Yeah, for now. <laughs> that is two. And um and we really, you know, to, to make our life easier and, and the club's life easier, we need all the help we can get. So these roles are, you know, the secretary, social media secretary and the social media executives. You know, if, if people can help out where they can, it's not every day, it's not a second job, it's it's an hour, hour or two max throughout the week. And um and it's a good laugh along the way. But we're also adding to, you know, Alex stepping into that managerial position. We ideally want another keeper. We want we want two keepers ideally. So how can well, that yeah. take that step back, you know? The guy the guy will do anything for the club and we love him for that. But but his know, his role is joint manager now, not goalkeeper. We don't we want to try and keep them separate. Don't we? So like we know that he'll do he'll sit, he'll go and go for as long as it needs. But we also want to help him out. We, 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 you know, it'd be hard for Sean to communicate with Alex sometimes when they're not on the pitch, uh, when they're, when, you know, one of them's on the pitch and one of them's off. Yeah. So, you know, we're really looking for keepers, you know, one minimum, two, three, just to come in and, and give Liam a, a kick up the arse as well, really. You know, you know Liam's the only actual keeper that wants to, <laughs> that's going to be in goal next season for definite. We want to add to that. 100% and and yeah as you said it's you know as, as joint managers you need to be together it, we don't want Sean to be managing Alex to be playing all season excuse me um, so yeah it needs to be um, we need all hands on deck regarding keepers funny enough I actually just got a message from a few people there, which is nice to be, up after this to be continued yeah um, but goalkeepers are a must but also we will be recruiting for all areas for all areas you know we, we we're pushing for county next year whether we get county next year i doubt but we're looking to finish a respectable top half of the table pushing promotion potentially and that's not just saying that you know we're not we don't have the ability it's about whether we have the club at the right yeah have the like right the um, criteria well. yeah. for the county. county level yeah you know there's, there's targets you've got to meet to be county team <clears throat> but overall it's we want yeah, it's a bit. It's, it's way too early to say that we we're not or we are. The aim will be to get promoted, as it always is. We want to win the league of every league we're in, all three teams. Um, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We no. don't want to be disappointed <clears throat> massively. We got to be realistic. Go um, so we are. We will be recruiting as well. Um, if if the listeners have connections to to quality players. Crack on, give us a message on the social medias. But, you know, as we said, the plan is to, to keep going higher and higher as a club and, and as a team as well. Um, so, yeah. I think that wraps up pretty much everything we wanted to cover in regards to the season. Was that as long as Trotty and Ron's one? We reckon? How, long were, how long were those? I, I swear those were like nearly three hours. I think ours was about two hours and 15. All right, not that's solid then. I don't think that's too bad. They are long, but... It's, it's, a review. It. it's a review you know we have to we have yeah. to go through the seasons you know we didn't do a mid-season review either so you know it's a full season review um, overall success very very successful season considering the circumstances and could be better yeah you know if we start the season like we did finishing it we, we could have been potentially pushing for titles and we didn't have a cup run again which is just a lot of cup run we just don't do it 
No. <laughs> so we want them next year as well, boys. Exactly um, that. <clears throat> but yeah, all good. I think we'll just give out um, a last shout out to us, uh, to our sponsors, really, isn't it? Yeah, so, especially obviously <clears throat> the first team sponsor, Continuum, um, who I believe will be sponsoring us again next year. It's obviously massively appreciated. Um, you know, the first team and the Colts wouldn't be where they are without without the investment. Um, and obviously you've got you got Bristol Tap as well, helping yeah. out the helping out the reserves. You know, it's massive to have. Um, hopefully be here next year as well. Um, we need to have a pint actually, don't we? Talk, talks to be held soon. Yeah. There's, there's just, this is what we mean. There's so much going on at the club. <clears throat> so much change for the, for, the, for the better, but also it's just healthy for us to, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's good for the club. And, and even, to be fair, boys, we didn't even speak about, uh, you know, We've got two sponsors at the club, but we're always looking for more sponsors as well. So, <laughs> more yeah. money, please. Yeah, <laughs> if anybody's got <clears throat> 10 grand to, to, to chuck us, you know, happy days. If fun. you've got rich relatives that you've not spoken to in about 10 years, yeah. now is the time to uh, to get on to a minute. See if they give you some long overdue Christmas money yeah. or something. Anything to benefit the club will obviously uh, West is first. Towards, um, implementing. But apart from that, I think we've covered all bases. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, we'll uh, head off.